All right, so uh, I was wanting to start out the, today. Who I was wondering who watched uh, Godzilla vs Kong, or who was planning on watching it at least. I'm definitely planning on watching it, so don't spoil it for me. I know you've seen it, but I'm gonna watch it today, hopefully. And I love I love me some Kong, and I love me some Godzilla. So two things I like, right in one. I'm ready. Now, Steven, you did see it, right? I did see it. And did you enjoy more than the Brian Cranston original <laughs> one that we watched? I don't remember anything about that. So we saw that one I in theaters, I by the way. In theaters. The classic Brian Cranston Like, movie. opening night, and it was up against, not like opening, opening night, like midnight, but it was up against, like, two really good movies, and we were like, you want to see Godzilla? Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget watching that for no reason, because Godzilla it was... good. Did a reason? Who was no. Brian Cranston in... in he was like He's a Godzilla. Yeah, he was like a scientist who like kind of like was it before Breaking Bad? Like Brian? no, it was no, after. No, it was in the no. second to last season of Breaking Bad when like Brian Cranston was at the height of his Cranstonness. Wow, he was in that, and it's a it's there's a quite a bait and switch in that movie because Brian Cranston was like in all of the for some reason in the Godzilla movie in all the ads it was right. Brian Cranston's going to be in this movie like really trying to elevate. They had to the, sell it somehow. The Godzilla movie, yeah, right. And, and right. I mean, I guess uh, spoilers: Brian Cranston <laughs> dies in like the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> really? Yeah, right. That's how little I remember. Like he died. He died. Like it's basically it's almost like a cold open. Like like they're like because like in this series of Godzilla movies, there's like Monarch, which is like the agency that monitors these giant creatures, and uh-huh. and he's. He's like trying to warn people about like there's Godzillas basically and like and like all the other things and I mean the amount of actors that they get in these these new Godzilla movies is is crazy. Well, Paycheck, they're all baby. they're all like either the Marvel things now. That's all the movies that are. Like, it's it's the biggest movie of the pandemic is this one now the the Godzilla it's the one that's made the most money. Yeah. Well, look at which, some of the other movies that are out there. That's true too. I mean, what's that one? Nomad, Nomad, or something with Frances McDormand? Or that's the one that's going to win all the Oscars. That's the one that's going to win yet. all the Oscars. It's like, but it's like she's oh, living out of. Oh, is that the one a... where she's living in the RV? Right. It's like a doc, almost like a documentary because they do it like with real people, but she's the only only star in it because they're like, well, we got to get people to watch this somehow. Yeah, like maybe we could <laughs> yeah. get some more like up. That's why I guess somebody would go to this as an escape for two hours of just watching two. Giant celebrities kill, you know, go after each other. I don't know well, how the, the celebrities, of, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Kong, hell, you can't beat that. I right? mean, you well, know, you, Godzilla's getting up there, but he's not a good personal trainer. He's still, you know, still, he's still looking, looking sharp. Out, you know? looking also, good. in the universe of these movies, like they are, because this is like the fourth installment of like I guess their monsterverse are calling it. So it is funny because like the humans do live in a world where these guys are just like walking around, and they're like, yeah, these are like our heroes. <laughs> Because they just, there's been three I'd movies love before to ride this. On the <laughs> if they just had a little petting zoo, you could just hop on. I'd, I'd love it. Because there's three it. movies before this where it's just like different monsters. Oh, we're attacking Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it a kosher. Yeah. <laughs> it's all kosher here. It's funny because I, I really loved the Godzilla movies as like the original ones because they'd be on sci fi. All the time, the Sci-Fi Channel, all the time. Oh, you like, mean the ones from like the sixties? The sixties, right, yeah. Right, like right. I, oh, yeah. I love, I love those. And but I'm like the worst fan of those kind of movies because I never really cared about. You know, Michael and I were talking a little bit before this started so much about the monsters fighting part, but it was more like how would people actually respond to, like, if a gigantic 
poorly. My, yeah. Well, so there's a, a movie called Shin Godzilla mm. that came out in Japan right after the Brian Cranston Godzilla. And it's basically yeah. like you see Godzilla fight like twice. And the rest of it is just like people doing like Steven's job trying to figure out well, where do we put the military? What do we do here? How do we attack? Like, like it's the biggest joke of it is like you see Godzilla twice, and it's I, I couldn't stop watching it. It was like my favorite. All Godzilla. the fun stuff. Yeah, all the fun bureaucrats. The, the, the backstory. All the paperwork. The backstory of Godzilla. <laughs> there's is literally more like so much paperwork. Yeah, there, there's it's basically a lot of paperwork. In triplicate, we gotta have this. And it, it's got some sense of humor to it, but for the most part, it's presented like. Very serious. There's one character, he's like a young guy that works like in one of the departments there, and like he's the first person who's got good ideas, so they just keep adding his title. So in the movie, because there's so many characters, the titles will come up under like their job and their name. Right. Like in the longest day. Right. By the end of the movie, half the screen on this guy's face is it's all of his titles and different jobs that he gets because they just go, okay, great job. That was a good idea. That worked. Okay, now you're going to be put in charge of this department. But this new one deals all with just... Yeah, completely. This one I love for the exact opposite reason of Zach in the sense of, like, I could care less about the human story of this at all. And even, like... Uh, Take him out of the equation. Because Millie Bobby Brown was in this one because she was in the original, like, not the original, but, like, the first, like, Godzilla one. Uh, or the the second she one. She was in the second one. The yeah. monster, the Godzilla and, like, the, you know, King of the Monsters, they called it. So they, like, kind of keep her in it again to keep it like I guess grounded in human so but I'm just the best part of it is just again with no spoilers to like you know anybody it's just two hours of Kong and Godzilla fighting and like you see like something okay Monarch isn't it but it's just that's what I wanted well, to see just a steel cage match yeah. yeah just to be clear I don't care about like the touching family dramas or <laughs> watching like a family movie. I want to see like the real <laughs> uh, well i want to see like what the government would do because that's always interesting to me for whatever reason and like military technology gets to be used because you don't really want to see it used in a war like you know like and you can't really see like we don't have naval combat anymore so it's like oh this is what these super expensive weapon systems that we have for no reason would do we basically have weapons that would kill Godzilla's, but not, nothing else. So I like to see that, but I mean, yeah, they I don't do, care about Millie Bobby Brown's thing. They do kind of, I guess, in this movie, they touch upon that too, in the sense of like, w there is things where you're like, because in the realm of these movies, Godzilla has saved humanity in the past, and Kong has also saved humans in the past. So you're watching the humans be like, well, these are our usual two saviors versus other monsters trying to kill us. So you do see at least the human response of being like, what the, what do we do when our savior is like kind of attacking everybody and killing everybody? But it's still, it's just like. He's having a bad day. Yeah, he's just having a But then it's, <laughs> you, know, you also see. He's like, I am bigger than everybody, so I'm just going to lay some people out. And that is how it goes. It's really Godzilla just being like, you know, I can destroy you all if I want to. If I want if to. If I want Just so you know, like, whatever you're going to pin up against me. Do they pay not. tribute to him in some way so he doesn't come out and well, do this stuff? Or he just, like, rears he, his ugly head? He gets head an Oscar. It? There is a, yeah, they give him an Oscar. I mean, there is in King of the Monsters, because I think at least everybody who's mm -hmm. wanted to see that has seen it at this point. Like, there is a point where Godzilla just, like, murders, like, all the other, like, main monsters. So all these other little monsters just go to him and just bow. Because that's, like, his thing. He's, like, king of the monsters, so they just bow to him. And then they just leave, and that's it. And Godzilla's just like, yeah, just don't mess with me. they understand worship. Yeah. And if I understand correctly, like, because the end of... King of the Monsters was the last one, right? Yeah, that leads yeah. up to this. That leads up to this. It was, like, basically now, like... So, 
the entire conceit of King of the Monsters is like, okay, so now that Godzilla is out and awoken, all the other, like, you know, like Mothra, Ghidra, uh, Ghidorah, Ghidorah, right? all of them are, are back and they're, they're going to start fighting. So then the premise of the movie and then the I guess in between the movies is Godzilla just is roaming around the world killing monsters. He's just killing monsters left and right for people because Godzilla well, is there, the protector of people. Well, there was a thing in the in the third one, which is the one that we were talking about, like Ghidorah is like a, uh, he like can summon all the monsters, which is weird because he's like an alien. He's not from Earth, which is another weird thing that they just kind of threw in. And then he just, just they, threw it in there. Yeah, yeah, and then he just like can tell all the monsters to attack Godzilla at the same time. And that's kind of why it was like, because he could beat them all individually. But yeah. he just awakens everybody and has them all kill him. But then there is like, there is something in this movie that Godzilla is going around destroying just human places for like, we don't know the reason until like the end. But there is, like, he's just going around destroying human civilizations. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. What do we do when our savior is just killing everything? Yeah. You I, get a big monkey. But I was always bringing this up anyway because I was thinking about how great it was about HBO. I love that they put all their movies on HBO Max the same day. I know that they're not doing that for 2022. They already announced all their movies are going back to theaters. But I was thinking because, like... I, movies that I never would really pay to see, I'm seeing. Like, I wouldn't pay to see The King of the, uh, you know, Godzilla vs. Khan. But I loved watching just a random monster brawl. And, like, I wouldn't necessarily be hyped for the Mortal Kombat movie or go want to see that. But the fact it's going on HBO Max, I've been just been watching trailers about it nonstop. Because it's going to, I'm excited. For, I think it's going to be just like Godzilla. It's just gonna be three oh, heck yeah. hours no of people points. fighting. Yeah, I don't no need no love stories. Yeah, don't it's drag like me down. What we talked about. I just want the video game. The movie last form. Uh, podcast a little bit, like the way movies change, like the way you're gonna see movies, like more people. Like you don't mind watching a movie like that first run. You don't have to go to the theater to to watch it. No, and, and, and you're and, just as fine with that. You I know, have more of a reason don't. to watch it because I don't have to do any go anywhere. I just, right. you know, I turn on HBO Max, which would be on anyway. And I'm just like, oh, here's a new movie, you know, that I could just see any time. That I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I pay for with my subscription. I don't need to pay for it, you know. Well, that's what I really applaud HBO Max for because they, they, when they included these movies the same day of release, they're not pulling the thing that Disney's pulling where you have to pay $20 on top of that. Yeah. You're already paying. I mean, I... I pay a pretty good amount for HBO Max and everything like that. The, the Disney thing to listen, Disney's not hurting for anything, and they're putting out they're putting out yeah. these movies at a time when you've got everyone home, especially families. They could right. have just said, "All right, we'll we'll do the same thing that HBO Max is doing. We'll release the same day, and you you shouldn't have to pay a premium on top of already paying." for But the Amazon is different because you watched. I did, but I did what Zach is saying, where I paid for the movie because it came out yesterday, I think, and that's when I watched the movie The Nobody, which is great. If anybody's seen it, or that's hasn't the Bob seen Odenkirk, like John Wick style oh, yeah. movie. And I, yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I am going to say this one thing: I loved what they did. Is always with those movies, it's like somebody has to die, or there has to be a really tragic event for this like to take place for the main character to be like now i've got to go full rampage mode nobody like dies or gets really there's no like moment like that where you're like oh wow like 
That's why this character. So there's no dog for John. Yeah, Wayne. there's no there's dog. No there's no dog. moment. I mean, there's, there's no definitely Godzilla stuff. Or Kong. Yeah, there's, there's no, definitely reasons why stuff happens. But I just I like that I didn't have to sit there and be like, oh, I'm emotionally sad for this character right now, and this you know makes every horrible act he's gonna do redeemable in a way. It's just it's a great movie. It's like the Equalizer and John Wick meet, and then you have Bob Odenkirk in there, and he's just he's awesome. He's great. I. I love him. He's he's funny. Now he's not playing like the let's he call he's Saul. He's the lead. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's not like that's the other thing he does, right? Because he that yeah, was a call Saul. that was a spinoff of Breaking Bad, well, bringing yeah. up Brian Cranston again. Because right? he was so yeah. good, they're like, we got to well, give he, him his own shot. Right? Yeah, he's a comedy. Yeah, he's a yeah comedy. he was on Saturday. He wrote. I think he wrote for Saturday Night he Live. Wrote for Saturday Night Live. Then he did the Men's Day Show. Then Mr. Show. The Miss. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mr. Show had so to see him in this role is awesome. It's like you see this guy who's usually just funny, and I was like, whoa. This is great. It's just a regular guy being like, can I be John Wick? Yeah, I guess I could. And David Cross is the second guy in Mr. Yes. Show, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I was trying to think. But that's, I guess that's good. Is it not, it doesn't feel like, because I didn't watch it yet, but I almost got fatigued because I was like, oh, I'm about to watch John Wick 4 coming out like sometime this year. I'm like, does he get a fatigue of being like, oh, it's another guy who just goes around and kill anybody? I mean, like, you could feel like that but the but character well. that exactly it's like the care you could see it and i i just i like it i was like that's that's perfect it's you know the nobody that's exactly what it is just like this nobody this guy you know just a dad like our dad and then oh wow he does what now that, He's doing, wait, hold I've on. I've often felt that I could uh, yeah, right. <laughs> just think of our dad and we're like, oh, whatever, our dad that's doing this podcast, think of 30, it late uh, at night. A, you know, he goes whatever. out and just bust some heads in. It was, And I like that stuff. I, I do, I'm into action When films. I'm not in this house, I, it's better you guys don't. Yeah, better we don't know what, what goes but, on. But there is some reason why he starts kicking ass, right? Or, yeah, I'm not going to say there's... I, do, I didn't want to spoil anything. I was just but saying, you know, like in John Wick... it's not origin story? Yeah, it's, and they give you like that moment where you think something might happen, and it's like, oh, okay, this is going to be the moment that the rampage happens, and then... It is it doesn't. whimsical because it's Bob Odenkirk, or is it like a serious movie? It's a serious. It's a does very it serious movie. Does it laugh because it's Bob Odenkirk kicking ass? It or? does like a, the tiniest bit, but that's not like they don't it's make it like this is a funny movie. It's just like this is you know you'd think a normal guy, and then it's like oh holy shit! Because so is, is it whoa. like what? What? Taken would have been if because like no one believes that Liam Neeson is just a normal guy unless no. you see him try and jump over a fence which I think in the fourth Taken which I don't recommend anything <laughs> yeah. beyond the first Taken there's literally a scene where he tries to jump over a fence and it's cut 15 different ways where it's like <laughs> Liam Neeson gets to the fence but cut. weren't there three Taken so three ta- yeah, three, well, three Taken thank you for the clarification because I wanted to make sure I didn't want to yeah. make sure that fourth. I missed the talking about the Taken, taken trilogy I like the I've second seen the first Taken I like the second and third ones the first one, I didn't buy that the girl, his daughter was only 50 or 16 years old. Well, I mean, okay, right yes, now. there's I mean, that. She looked about 30, but <laughs> that's beside the point. But, but, but the going fact to travel around movie, to see you too. That, oh. the, that the whole mob family goes after him for getting his daughter well, back. Well, here's the thing I, I, I could never like do. Like May. when that one scene where he says to the daughter, go under the bed, get my briefcase out, take a map out. Draw the circle, draw the circle. I'm like, if I was calling somebody, like, just out, help me out. Nobody could have done what this girl's doing. And then I'm gonna throw a bomb, and you're gonna hear it, and that's where I am. I'm like, what? It was an insane. That mess. wasn't in the first. One. That was in the second one. I'm saying. Well, yeah, I was in the second one. Well, I, I said, you said, you said, I said, you said no. You I said liked. I like the second one better. 
Which is an insane take, Dad. It yeah, is. I like the second. Like that's the hottest take, take I've ever. I like the second one better. The first one was it was good. I'm not saying it wasn't good. The first one, I disliked the second you like, one. You are the only person. Well, doesn't I, well if I didn't like, but why? If I didn't, they didn't like two so much. They wouldn't have done three. Let's think of it that way. A little spoiler. Hangover is the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. The hangover, the first one. That's oh dear. It. But I'm not saying I don't like the first taken one. I just was like. No, a little spoiler. He wasn't taken with it. I wasn't taken with the series. I think we're okay without doing damn spoiler alerts. No, I don't know. You never know. I don't think anybody's listening. You never know anybody out there. Damn it! They spoiled it. I was gonna watch that series today. But the second one, when they've got to do like they're all three are unbelievable. How which one does the wife die in? Is that the second one? That's the third. That's the third one. The second one, the wife is kidnapped. The third one is the wife is not kidnapped. Taken. Taken. She's t- well. It's the titular. I like to say. Wait, 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 wait. The first one, the daughter's taken. Right? First yeah. one, the daughter's yeah. taken. The second one, the wife, wife is, taken. is taken. Third one, or in parentheses, kidnapped. And in the third one, the mother has the, the wife has already passed away, and the new husband is running some kind of. Uh, he's doing something dishonest that uh, dun, dun, dun. Liam Neeson's got to. This is Solid. every divorce dad's fantasy movie. Is the like I'm, right. I'm the best. I'm the best. Yes, parent. right, this, right. This guy. Look, look I, I'll, I'll say. Look, I like the first day. It's not like I didn't. I just thought the second one too wasn't a bad one either because you've got the whole family trying to get now it's trying to get the that, mom back. That's fine, but you no, said it's a, I'm going to say it. it's no, a wrong take. It's, it's, it's well, a wrong take. It's the wrong take, take but, but on taking. You said that you liked the second one more. More. <laughs> well, you know why? Because there's shocking. there's more of it because it's two. No. Right? Oh my Look, word. I liked it. I, did, I liked all three, actually. I feel like you. you taking a hard stance on taking two being your favorite is like the shock jock sports personality that has to be, like the skit. I gotta be different. Be, just has to, I gotta like, be different. LeBron James can hit a game-winning shot, and at the end of it, he has to say that was All right, how about I preface it by saying I like one, and I like two as much as I liked one. Is that wrong then? That's Maybe still wrong. There's, still there's wrong? no such thing as a wrong opinion, but <laughs> right, oh, that's but, a wrong. Opinion. But but I don't. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but that was I bad. I, I don't know. I have I to think wa- really liking any of the takens is a bit. I love the first one. Closer take. Just a little. You're a little off. They're all like the first. I mean, hey, they're movies. They happen. They have Liam Neeson in them. Everything he did, though. I mean, it's it's crazy that he's got this crew and this other crew, and he's able to do everything. And it, but I I like. I'm gonna say I, I like all three. Uh, I'm gonna go with that, but I do like two. I can't. Hot take on taking. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, do you actually like the third one as well? Yeah, you the actually... third one wasn't bad either. Wow. Well, it's Liam. He's still doing his badass yeah. stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like let him go because every movie he's done, Liam Neeson since Taken has been. He's been Taken. I'm a snowplow driver say, somewhere. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know, let's be honest <laughs> about it. You could put Liam Neeson somewhere Neeson else. He's on a train. Wolves. He's on a plane. What's it's the difference? The if you he's turn taken, in the yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of taking one, two, or three, or put in the one when he's a snowplow driver and he's killing people, <laughs> Listen, you're not even gonna know which that one it is. Snowplow Noir movie is very. That Did was, you see that? I one? saw that movie and I was like stunned. because right. now I'll say I like taking one better than that. Though. <laughs> I was just more like because if you watch that movie, the yeah. tone of that movie is completely different than. Liam Neeson killing people in a snowplow. <laughs> right. like, it's like it gets into like the drug uh, thing, the drug trade, uh, indigenous 
people, people. <laughs> like oil rights. Right. It's not. It's it nuts. is. That movie. Because when it was billed, it was like Liam Neeson, Snowplow. That's kill. it. And I was then, like, wow, that's just going to be weird. He's going to kill You're already there. You're already there. You're already there. It's like, yeah. I thought it was first taken four. He's got, right now he's got to get his... <laughs> that's what every movie is. He's got to get his granddaughter three. or something. But I also want to say that like, Liam Neeson, it was taken that caused this like massive turn in Liam Neeson's career. Like, oh, yeah. He was like... He was well, on Schindler's List. Yeah, oh, he's, the he's only thing that actor. he's done differently that, it's, it's a movie called, um, I think it's called Made in Italy. Where yeah. he mm. is the dad. He's Italian, Liam Neeson. <laughs> no, well, he owns a villa in Italy, uh, and his wife has passed away, and his son and him are estranged, and it's a whole. Th- it's before there's taking, no he's weapons. Had a lot of those movies, though, where yeah, he's just, Liam Neeson just has evolved in you know becoming like the John the L- John Wick of the old say, for Christ's sake. Like you know, like <laughs> no, he's a phenomenal. He's, he's a, a, phenomenal he's, he's a great actor. Yeah, he was uh, in, just guys. A, a quick program note: uh, the Liam Neeson snowplow. Noir movie, which is not called, called Liam Neeson. Cold Snowplow. Pursuit. Cold <laughs> Pursuit. There you cold, go. Cold Pursuit. Just but if you just googled Liam Neeson snowplow movie, <laughs> what do you think I just did? It's cold Liam Pursuit. Snowplow. I mean, that, well, I'm just letting pursuit. the listeners Look, know because they Cold Pursuit know. is. I'm telling you, that's what he's done though. It's next level bonkers. Cold Pursuit. He's changed. Have you seen the one with the wolves? Where he's up well, against yes. wolves. But, but, the, but the gray is also, that's a very... I think a, that's what it is, the gray. It's, a, it's, yeah. a tonal, it's called the gray, yes. It's really mm-hmm. becoming the great Key and Peele skit where they're talking about, like, the other one. Liam Neeson? The one, did you see that, where they're the car parkers? And he's like, did you yeah. see that new Liam Neeson? Where the, yeah. a beautiful girl walks by and they're like, she's all right, but did you see that new Liam Neeson? <laughs> it's one of the funniest skits. I love that one, the, the two valets. The two valet guys? Yeah. Yeah, but you cannot not talk about Liam Neeson if you're gonna, you know what I mean? Really, but he just he keeps is, popping up. But also he definitely like, changed his, his. Yeah, even after Taken, it definitely made him do a lot more Taken-esque movies. But he also like even became in the mainstream like funny because he was even in Ted I was as say, yeah. like his Taken character almost right. for like a scene. But it's like even for like just kid. Or, I know like Ted, you could, it wasn't a kids movie, but like kids watched it. You know, that's like oh, he geez. just became in the mainstream of just that he got to coach as being in the Lego movie too. The one single badass guy that could take out like military. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he could take out Godzilla. And the weird thing, I know that it's almost like every movie is like a fake romanticizing of that, but the one thing why I always liked John Wick is because I was like, I could always see Keanu Reeves kind of doing that. Like kind of oh, killing yeah. everybody. That's oh, why yeah. the reason that you, Melissa, liked that uh, movie with Bob Odenkirk was the reason I was hesitant for it because I was like, I'm going to watch the movie and like want him to tell a joke. I'm like, you know, not to be, not to I, typecast I get that. Him. I had the same thing, but Mike, I'm telling you, you watch this. It makes sense. I mean, it's it's, he's the perfect the, person for this role. It's interesting they did the movie right. I was that was the only reason I was hesitant because I'm like, am I gonna watch this and be thinking, but that's they Bob Odenkirk. That's exactly. You know, that's like, like what you're supposed to kind of thing when you'd be like, but this is Bob. But like, that's what they're doing. They're like, okay, the nobody, and then you're like, oh, oh shit, and it's like the fight scenes, the way they shoot them. They shoot them like realistic, so it's not like he's going in and like beating everybody up, and you're like, oh wow, that's like John Wick. It's like, oh wow, he gets beat up. I could and just he, take a beating. Yeah, <laughs> and they show like they show you the fight scenes. There's not like cut, 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 cut. Well, I think that those movies, like that formula of movie, is only as good as its lead or as interesting as lead and the fight choreography. Like the guys who the guy who directed John Wick, I think, started as a stunt coordinator. Yeah, right. and like those movies are great you can because. Tell. It was kind of like, not like Keanu Reeves ever went away, but like 
I don't know, like, I feel like John, John Wick, Wick definitely. ushered in a new era of Keanu Reeves. Oh, I don't know if you guys so, think so this. We, so we like, like, I guess, kind of like, ooh, an actor that we used to like kind of coming up. So there was that. The fights are great. And Keanu Reeves, I think it's the best use of Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. Is, is Keanu Reeves. And he does all, like, the, the stunts cool. he's doing. It's really him doing it. So, and, like, you watch it and you can tell. And yeah. I don't know if you guys do this, but I love to watch John Wick and think of Keanu Reeves before all the movies he's done as lead-ups to that, because he's done some, like, what, the November Rain, like, it's a really bad, like, romantic comedy, like, the his girlfriend or whatever, he like, dies of, of cancer. Oh, and, right? he's got a and I like to think of that, yeah. like, oh, before John a, Wick. <laughs> he was in a, yeah, a lot of rom-coms. He I always, I mean, we all have discovered Keanu Reeves at different times, but I remember being, like, a young, young kid and being like, oh, Bill and Ted's excellent <laughs> adventure. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I love him as this weird little stoner dude, and I'm like, no, oh, now I'm watching him just murder people with a pencil, and this that is That role for me is so weird to see him in, because, like, of course, when he was younger, He never yeah. kind of did anything again But he like never that. did anything, yeah, never did anything like that, and now he's so, like, serious, and you're like, oh, Keanu Reeves, but I love watching that movie, because, yeah, it's so crazy to see Keanu Reeves is like the the young but stoner. But I love that he's awesome. later in his career doing more funny things. Like he did that. Like uh, was it was it the Crazy Rich Asians like movie? Oh, that he did? Uh, it was uh, Always Be My Always, Maybe. Yeah. Always Be yeah, My he, Maybe with a guy who played uh, Randall uh, Park. Yeah, yeah, Randall Park. I Basically love Randall just Park. Playing he's a version so of himself, But you know what? Uh, every girl reverse. can it's, dream. It's, <laughs> yeah, he's version two. He's got the beard and the long hair, and he's basically dressed as John Wick. <laughs> That, that's kind of like become an outgrowth of his. He's got like two looks. Now. He's got like the short hair, clean shaven, exactly. and then he's yep. got the long hair with the yeah. beard, the and John they're both. Yeah, so he even he even played uh, most recently like in the the SpongeBob movie that came out. He played like God in that, and it was like it's just Keanu Reeves' I'd face. Buy it. And it's just a guy, but it's like it's, it's either just him funny. or Jeff Goldblum. So it's I just him it. doing just I don't like you know being it's Keanu Reeves. Keanu songs, yes, <laughs> truly. The, the, is. The, I mean, he, he's, he'll always be Shane Falco though. <laughs> the replacement. I got you a Shane Falco you jersey, did. didn't I? You did. But you did. okay, so you know, which Steve's going to donate to the what, what, <laughs> what actor is going from? Because he did like he was. It was all the stoner roles and like the whoa, and there, that was like the Keanu Reeves right. thing. Then he did Point Break. Action yes, movie. Right. That was then good. he did Speed. Speed. Huge yeah. action movie. Right. Then like rom coms. Like he boom, was, boom, right. boom. Rom com, rom com, rom com. Then the Matrix. Then he's Such in the Matrix. Such a weird body of work. Right. Then he goes back to rom coms, and now it's like he's John uh, now Wick, I'm yeah. John Wick, and I'm even going to do better fights than in the Matrix. So it's like yeah, that that those beats. Most actors don't survive that like. Gulf like falling off of like yeah. Once you're in the rom com, well, that's Matthew kind McConaughey. Of like well, you I could mean, say Matthew McConaughey. Too. McConaughey yeah. was uh, a big rom com yeah. guy. You mean the next governor of Texas. Maybe, right? yeah. maybe. Which, all right, all right, slings. all right. Like Matthew McConaughey is he's on like a Nicolas Cage border to me almost like right. where it's like he's almost a walking meme himself. Like mm-hmm. he's. He'll he'll do these fancy like I still think he was amazing in True Detective and in in oh, that run 100%. and everything like True that Detective, he was. that brought him back to life right there. True Detective is the best television show I've ever seen. Delicious. The first season. The, yes, yes. The thank first. You. Thank Don't you count that. any other. That's other. I like the second Massive. season. <laughs> I'll fight you on that <laughs> one. That, that, that would Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell, Vince Vaughn. I will That's fight you on that one. That was awful. Episodes. Yo, yeah, it was great. Nothing has ever gripped me. In that it was great. It broke HBO Go. I would like yes. the second or third episode. I remember yes. trying to watch HBO it, Go. and so many people yeah. were trying to watch it at the same time. It's like we can't 
do it right now. And it also, like, set up one of, like, and I think it was in, like, the fourth episode when they did that long tracking shot of when he he breaks cut. in and he's doing the... I think the, that was yeah. the episode that broke HBO Go, yeah. Because it was, like, the long, like, you know, 20-minute tracking shot of him, you know, breaking in, doing the coke, having to, you know, dodge the cops and all that shit. But that was, like, then you watch a lot of shows and movies try to, like, copy that now, too. That right. long, non-cut, you'll just follow the, the camera going all around them. But that's, like... That it's was like when Game of Thrones came out and everything was like, oh, let's try to do some medieval stuff and work that out. I was thinking that today because they made like a big, oh, 10 year anniversary of Game of Thrones. I was like, never has a show been so good so, and so then ended so poorly that I never watched it again. Yeah. I was going to watch from season one to eight and then eight was so bad that I, I love, I still think that Battle of the Bastards has to be the best episode of TV I've ever seen in my life. You know, it's, it's, it's not it's, a bad, it's no. a really... Mm-hmm. Good point you make, Mike, because uh, I was trying to think of anything that has had the cultural relevance of Game of Thrones. Like, literally everyone I knew, I got them into Game of Thrones. They lo- Like, people got hyped. I'm not just talking about, like, geeks, like, but, like ev- ev- everyone you knew. It was one of those things. Well, it was something like, you had to watch. You had to you watch. You know what I mean? Because everybody was talking about it. it was, Whether it's as good as people said or whatever i don't you know i don't know but it so it, it built and built and built and everyone i mean it, it became like pre-internet tv where it was just like you know everyone appointment tv was watching that right and i can't think of a single thing in my life that was that high mm. and then just so not only not only did it fall off but it they didn't try. They didn't try, but I yeah, mean, like culturally, yeah. it went from they were everywhere. Yeah, they, ev- yeah, they were done. everywhere. I waited in line for the premiere of the the last season to get Game of Thrones Oreos, so I could have those for the Game yeah. of Thrones. And then it was just like, but you know what? When nothing. a show gets that big, regardless, it, yeah. it, it can't live up to what you want it to be because you know it's coming to an end. How are they going to end this thing? You can't. You they, can't possibly you can't live up, but they also did it they the also worst didn't possible try. way. They did no, mm-hmm. they those last two seasons needed ten episodes to to flesh everything out to tell the full story. They made like they were like when they were ending it, they just kind of like forgot plot lines and like like it was just terrible. And, and it really he, seemed that the two guys who created the show, Dan uh, Dan Binoff and David Weiss, both seemed to just legitimately hate what they had made and they hadn't dealt with the stuff like listen george lucas was star wars love him or hate him he, he created star wars then he had to deal with the love and the hate with that these right. guys just basically dealt with love 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 like, like people just loved right. game of thrones there was never like oh that was the, like there wasn't that much hate for it and then it, they just it almost seemed like they disdained it and they just went Boom. Well, you know, they, they thought they had the Star Wars thing after. They got really excited about that. And it's like they had this big project that I don't know how you could, like, mess up things like a coffee cup and stuff. Like, you're the exactly. biggest production yep. ever. I don't, like, I don't care. You're the biggest production ever. If you can't handle that, why why are they giving you Star Wars? Which they didn't afterwards. I mean, they couldn't. They're like, okay. I but, can't blame a guy it. on set for a mistake, but I can blame that, like, it's like, HBO was like, listen, here's a zillion dollars. Well, yeah. Make as many episodes as you want. Tell your I'll story. I'll never forget when... Like, yeah, we'll, we'll do, we'll we'll do, do six. Yeah. I'll never forget when HBO originally offered them after, I think, the sixth season. 
to do 11 seasons at right. uh, 10 episodes. Yep. So, like, not, like, 11 more, but to make the show would end yep. the 11th season with 10 episodes yep. each season. And they chose, yep. no, we're only going to do two more seasons at seven episodes yep. and six episodes. And, those and that's how you know. Worst. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do that, okay. But then every episode should be like and how it conveniently point. deviated like right when george uh, right when they got up to the part where george r, r. martin's books ended is when it's they when also they, yeah. dropped off right. with their material yeah. that is important too because on one end i'll give them some benefit of the doubt and creative liberties because the story that george r. r martin wrote isn't didn't end so there wasn't a they had to kind of take more liberties than they did at any point in the series to bring this show to an end. So I was willing to give them some leeway. But Mike, like you said, they had more seasons to flesh it out and they just were kind of like, this is how we're going to end it. And yeah, like we're And done. too, like the big secret, like I'm not going to say in case anyone hasn't watched it, but the big secret that, you know, he was like, oh, if you get this, I'll let you get Game of Thrones. They kind of just were like, all right, that's a thing now in the show and it really didn't like mean anything or matter and i know not a lot of things in that like did that you thought were prophecies or whatever but it really was just like oh here's a here's yeah, but another how could thing. you have ended that show though well i you think know what i mean we could do a game not of the way they did it right but i'm just right, saying for though, real. The, the only thing nobody would have been happy you're still going to have maybe half the people that what watch game of thrones for whatever if it went even on, would still be saying, oh, That's a good point. No. You know, I waited for it because how are you going to end it that everybody's going to like it that's watched it that got into it? You're never going to have a full. You want an ending. You want it to be plausible in some way because this is all fantasy anyway, but you're never going to get a show that that, that big is going to make it be, oh, man, that pleased everybody it, well, it's impossible i i 100 agree with that but what i will say is people will you're always gonna have the people that hate it and it will never live up to the expectations right. that you have in your mind but what i think was tough for me if you watch the ending of the show i do think that the stuff that happened is endings that make sense for the characters now no not not the way it was done not the way it was right. executed like people were where they were supposed to be but there was none of the context or payoff that brought them like what we needed was five episodes or i mean i i think probably about 20 episodes to explain how this person ended up where they did in the end right. why they ended up there what happened to them because what you got was uh about halfway through that last season season it's like we have to wrap everything but up you, but do you think that people would would have hung with it for four more years, or or if it was going on that it was that oh, big? Yeah. If they did ten episodes, or well, I guess because they're only doing ten, it's not like you're doing twenty five and whatever. As long as they kept but, up with it with it every season, a year with that with their production schedule, it only got bigger. It only got it didn't have that fall off that The Walking Dead had. It didn't have people kind of. A lot of fandoms jumped to that one because it was one that didn't upset them. Like Star Wars fans, some loved it, some were burned out. Uh, you know, you had your Lord of the Rings fans. You they just had great TV drama fans that were right. looking for something. HBO really doesn't have much of new programming right now. They would have loved to kept it going. And I think they would have put the money and the marketing behind it and the fans. Because the actors, mm -hmm. though, would have... The salaries would have been astronomical but hbo obviously could afford to do it but i'm just saying if you're going to get these guys for 10 episodes to pay everyone you had to pay because you don't if they don't come back then you've got to figure out a way i got to kill them off and if you had one person let's say 
uh, the guy who played Jon Snow mm-hmm. said, I, "I'm not, you know what? I'm I'm not going to come back." That would have been he could have made a ton of money. I mean, he could have just said, "I don't want to do it anymore," or whatever. You know, you never know if something happens to an actor. How are they going to? You can't replace him seven years into or eight years in if he said, ah, "I'm done with it now." You know what I mean? Because a lot of these well, guys do that. You write good contracts, and then you... I mean, like, also, let's let's be honest, and I think that... Uh, Not that Kit Harrington is going to be I, doing a lot of stuff. I, 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 I get like, that I part of it, too. Bad for Kit Harrington, I feel like you do get a little bit typecast. I mean, the, yeah. with English actors, you, you do get a little bit lucky where you can bounce back and do, like, a good character role. I think people are more forgiving of, like, English actors, but... Well, he was in a movie we, uh, that I had I watched a, a couple of times. He played, like, an MI6 agent. Uh, he was in Kit the Harrington. MI6, movie, yeah. Yeah, but so that, that was... During the Free, second that season was during the second season. He was he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I mean, he, played, he was pretty good. To their credit, I mean, they do uh, like Sophie Turner. She was in the X Men mo- like movie. She played like in Dark Phoenix. She was like the main. And she's now, they were She's married that. to a Jonas brother. Is yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay. now married to the one I should be. Uh, now Rob Stark's actor, I don't remember his name, was Richard Madden. Richard Madden, Madden. Yeah, the Richard kid Madden. played him when he was younger. No, no, like R- Richard Matt. Uh, Rob. King in the North. Yeah, he. Yeah. He's now in the. He's gonna be in the Marvel Eternals movie, mm-hmm. and nice. so is Kit Harrington. He's gonna be in the Marvel Eternals oh, movie. Okay. So, but I mean, like to to their credit, to go for I because I know that Jon Snow, like Kit Harrington, did go into rehab after the show ended because he did get into a big alcoholic thing, thinking he would never get cast again because he's gonna be Jon Snow forever. But he is he is getting a new role, which is like kind of crazy to me. To go from Game of Thrones to Marvel right now is like the biggest in entertainment, I would say. Like going from the biggest show to now, then the biggest like you know Marvel is like the biggest cinematic thing going on right now. So, but Sir Bron yeah. of the Blackwater does comment videos, I think. <laughs> he does like like the ASMR stuff for the comment. If yeah. you're ever on YouTube and you see an ad for it, so oh yeah, yeah, he does. You're right, yeah. So, well, he was a singer. That guy. He was. Yeah, he was in a he was in a singing group with uh, this other English actor, <laughs> Robinson Green. They would they the the guy from Grandchester. The detective, am I, I'm the only one who... No, I know who you mean in Grantchester. Yes, yes, yes. Him and Sir Bron of the Blackwater were in like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, which one was Sir Bron of the Blackwater? He's the, like, the kind oh, of the castle guy that becomes... The one that was dating Cersei in real life. Tyrion's friend. Tyrion's buddy. You know, he, uh, you know, you know, Jamie Lannister with the golden hand. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was his guy who would Training, fight for him all yeah. the time. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Everybody's a favorite character. You so, can make an argument the best fighter in the show, probably overall. I would put Jon Snow, but Jon's yes, you, be, okay, obviously. But no, but yeah, him. For, he would give him a good fight. He's always the guy that shows up somewhere kicking somebody's ass. He was Tyrion's champion. He fights that guy with armor. He had no armor. He throws him down the hole. Yeah, and the only one hole. who like it. It kind of ends happily for him. Yes, like he gets what he, he wants gets at the a end. A lot and, of gold. I'm happy about it. And a lot of gold title. gets a castle. I, I'm like, I'm there with it. That's like the one part about it I'm okay with. Yeah. So, he, so because this podcast has been excessively weird today, Robinson Green and Jerome Flynn, who is Sir Brown the Blackwater, were in a singing group from 1995 <laughs> to 1997 called uh, uh, Robinson and Jer- Jerome. And they would basically <laughs> do covers of Unchained Melody. Based off our uh, names. Yeah, exactly, Melissa. The, yeah, it was like they were a Blue Eye Sold cover band. <laughs> so, get, getting back to Richard Madden, he's my boy. He Richard was Madden. in Ooh. the movie The Take. 
What All right, with Idris Elba. Oh, oh yeah. Remember that one? That. He's the pickpocket. Yeah. I really also called. Go, I think it's also called Bastille Day. Is another way. Uh, but he was fantastic in Bodyguard. On he was very good in he Bodyguard. Was great in he bodyguard. really was. When you mentioned Idris Elba, I thought you might have meant the take. Uh, take the takers. takers. Oh, takers. takers. No, no, no. For a second. No, no. I, I, I guess we got a theme going. Taken the take takers. No, takers was good. I like takers. Hayden Christensen's best role. Hey, you. Paul Walker's <laughs> in it. How dare you? Paul Walker's in it. You know, have you seen Glass? Have yes, you seen, he actually did. You're right, Melissa. He's fantastic. He's glass. really good in that. In what was it? A shattered glass. Shattered Shat- glass. There you go. Shattered it's glass. about like that journalist who just faked all that stuff. Oh, when he faked all, all those, yeah. those. Oh, yes, oh, that yeah. was yeah. Yeah. That's a really, and he's he's and really good. Have you ever seen really that? You'd like that. He's the New York Times reporter, right? Who fit? Who fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's the it, Times. He's right for a performance. Mag- it's not the Atlantic. It's not the. Oh God! Oh God! It's the. I thought it was the National Review. National, yeah. And he writes all these, or one of the magazines. Yeah, yeah, Forgive yeah, me, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. But he, and then all of a sudden they start going and saying, they they give him a list of, and they said just check the ones that you know that aren't true. And he's checking like all of these <laughs> things. They had to do retractions on everything because he wow. made up stories, and he made up people's yeah. name. And it was incredible. It's like why you're, will, you're like yeah. sweating it out Journalism. for this guy. You're going, holy Christmas. He's, you such, just, he's such a worm, but he plays it so well. He right. Can you uh, just yeah, write? He's a really it's good It's like actor. that movie, The Informant. He was good. He was good. Yeah. Oh, I love The Informant. I love, yeah. That's How a can we bring up Hayden Christensen? Got a real big break there. Got a real big break. Yeah, what do we got, Mikey? Right? Yep. Yeah. 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 How can we bring up Hayden Christensen and not talk about a movie like Jumper with him and Samuel Jackson where they can just teleport? And yeah. that's about the plot oh, of the movie. That's the whole, yeah, the whole movie. And his mom is like someone who's supposed to kill them. Yeah. So she just thing. leaves him as a baby. Like, you know what? This will be what I do. This that, makes sense. Once yeah. again, Samuel L. Jackson works yeah. his way into because yes. he's been in every movie that yeah. I think there is. That's, he's and, in everything. And they were together in Star Wars, so but they had to, you know. Were, if there's one thing that this podcast touches on today is that, that actors deserve... Second chances because if not, there I mean, or or uh, room to grow because, you know, we've had multiple different iterations of uh, uh, Keanu. Keanu. Um, we, we've seen Liam, Liam Neeson, Neeson, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. I wish the only the best. Governor of Texas. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I, I wish nothing right, but the best right, for right, Kit right, Harrington right. and the cast of Game of Thrones because I think they they did a great job. Yeah, because not um, to go back into a whole thing on Game of Thrones, because we talk about that for a whole separate podcast, but yes. when it was Fuck at it its peak, when it was at its peak, like, you forget about the fight scenes, forget about the fantasy of it, like, Tyrion when he's on trial. Like, some of the dialogue, some of the... I've never, to go back to that, I've still to this day, there's never been a show where I've hung on to, like, what a character is saying, more so than Game of Thrones. That's the best part of the show, 100%. Yeah. And it's like, and I, I could love it because my favorite, even from the first episode, was Jon That's Snow. why over all the other shows that came out at that time that were trying to be Game of Thrones couldn't hack it. Because Game of Thrones had great writing, it had a great cast. Well, what it, other shows tried to come out? There was like that, that Camelot show that I know came out during that time. I would say and, The Witcher that came yeah, out. Yeah, like, well, all the, those... the Witcher is good. The Witcher is I, completely different, but it's... I don't know. I didn't I'm... like The Witcher at all. <laughs> you gotta hang in. No, but I watched for... it all the way to oh, the final okay. episode. I hated... The CGI on the dragon totally took me out of it. You know what? The, the to... Superman guy looks so weird the way that... I, I don't know. I'm just Henry not buying... Cavill. I'm not buying that character for him, and that took me completely out of it i watched like one scene of it and i was like nope done not to belabor game of thrones but 
had they just done it like the full season and not done the what did they do five episodes took a year or, or whatever because they didn't run that full when they did that right no Wasn't they did the, the problem the was, last one was they well, had like two years in between a right season. that's what yeah. i mean like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah taking that much of time getting that so much attention to it like we're gonna get this for what was 10 episodes was the finale was eight, eight, eight. eight. So you get you I'm give sorry. people yes. oh, right. uh, wait, wait that long for six episodes, two years. You, that hype is you can't live up to that hype. No, that definitely. That show, the uh, ending because it lost have been its, out. It lost its. its well, not having, for people, but the writers and the creators lost its steam. No, for yeah, it to your point, having a. Having a show when, because even though the seventh season wasn't as good as the other seasons, the seventh right. season is still way better than the uh, eighth season. And so the way the seventh season ends, to have that, like you're saying, a two year wait from right. that, you could only build up hype that no matter how good it was, right. it wasn't going to live you up. You can never live up to that. But I will say, like, it, it didn't. And it's help only giving you six all. episodes. Had they come back in two years and said, we, we got 12 episodes. Or we got 14 episodes. Maybe that it also doesn't help when you like up. forget your own story that you wrote and like you know the things for characters that you had and you just completely forget it. <laughs> I, I I don't think they forgot. I think that they didn't care, and yeah. that's that's the thing that was. It was that, a rush job. That that's what. Yeah, they but were you done. had two years though. That's my point. If you have two years and you've only given six six episodes, how is that ever going to live up to a hype when you're only giving me six? You're making me wait two years for this thing that like you said the whole world was basically into it some part of it you know not everybody but a lot of people were into game of thrones so if you're waiting six months a year a year and a half two years you're you're figuring as soon as you put on hbo that night you're going to be blown away for an hour or an hour and 10 minutes however long the episodes were and they don't even give you that like they only no. gave you like one hour episodes, right? There was no like blockbuster two hour or three no, hour. No, there was only one that thing. went like over an hour. But... Right. So that's another thing. You know, you're trying to make me wait two years, give me six episodes and one hour episodes too, where maybe we can just okay, give me an hour and a half, give me ninety minutes, give me two hours from maybe the first one and the last one, and I can get some things done in it. This I... way, you're never going to live up to that. You can't. It's impossible. I, I think if they. If HBO, uh, well, okay, listen, there was like two trains going at the same time because HBO's marketing, everything was brilliant. They did, they said, listen, it's going to take two years in between this one and that one. Right. And we're going to somehow maintain fan interest until that point. And I'm not just talking about core people. If anything, it only built up. They got more people interested, more right. people involved. But what also happened was it seems like legitimately... The guys who created the show, not like at the end of everything with Game of Thrones, there was this documentary that was almost kind of heartbreaking to watch it after the, the finale because it was all the hard work that everyone put in. I saw that. Last I saw like, that. Yeah, like yeah. stunt workers, everybody, like all this work. And then there was almost this disconnect where the, the writers of the show just were like, I'm really excited to do my new show on HBO about if the Confederacy won the Civil War and I'm going to get my Star Wars yeah. money. Right. And it just it, it just fell off so much. Mm -hmm. Where Listen, if there was conclusions to characters' arcs like uh, Jamie Lannister, everything's building up to a redemption arc. 
Nothing happens with that. It was. It was. It, that. That they was ruined. Daenerys's arc. If if that was going to happen with Daenerys, at least show us more of that and make the the build up more tragic instead of eh, just throwing eh, it in. Exactly. Just at the end. And it's not like also like you were, uh, Dad. You were saying it's not almost for like lack of money because like they when they were at their peak, it was a hundred million dollars a budget for the season. Where right now they're making a Lord of the Rings prequel show for HBO. And their first season budget is $495 million. It's on so, Amazon. But or Amazon, yeah. I'm sorry, not on HBO. But that it's like that crushed the, the record set by HBO. For, so it's like people, if you have a story that people will get behind, these studios will give you ungodly right. amounts of money to get it right. And the but you have to get it right, though. And people yes. will always complain. And they didn't. And, you, yeah, know, right. you know, Stephen King always jokes that nobody ever likes the endings. And you're right, Dad. A lot of people don't like the endings Stephen of things. Stephen King doesn't. I I think so. With this, just specifically, with Game of Thrones, more than other things, there were satisfying endings that you could do if they just did them. They almost just went to be like, no, we're subverting your expectations and we're going to go, no. I got really upset. They had a really great moment with Daenerys after, like, you know, they, they win the war essentially. And everybody's like, Jon Snow, Jon Snow. And she's over there like, I literally ride dragons all the time. This guy rode one dragon. Everybody thinks he's the coolest. And that's like, there was that beautiful moment that if they like expanded on it more and if they went more into it, you could have seen more of stuff. But that was it. No, Done. They just, they just in the end just, And then at the end, shit, we're like, all right, really now she's well, going to go riding around and, dragging and burn the whole world you know, down. It's, 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 for no reason. She's won. But, she's got everything she wants. But we're just going to have her burn the world down for no in reason. The, in the history of, of television shows, then, would this be in the Hall of Fame, though, of TV shows? Yes. Not anymore. Yeah. This would be a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Not anymore. You, you'd have. I mean, you I wouldn't. Like you you wouldn't say to. this show was worth being in. I, like, the, like I'm with Mike. Where like I'm at the point where I used to tell this to everybody to watch Game of Thrones, and now if people tell me they haven't seen it, I tell them don't waste their time. I'm like, don't. Like you'll love, but then as soon because it's one of those shows that you can't just watch a couple seasons and then not see how it ends. Like you have to see how it ends, and it's horrible. So for me, like I used to be like, oh, you gotta watch Game of Thrones. You gotta watch it. And if people tell me now that they haven't seen it, I'm like, don't waste your time. Just, just don't. That's the, I'm to answer oh, I, like how you were for the. I would put it in the Hall of Fame, even though the ending was so terrible right. because you can't discredit how good the first yeah, six seasons right. were. I, I, yeah. Like if I wish, I wish I could just watch them in a vacuum and forget what happened. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, like I, there's no way when I'm thinking about some of the best things ever, like. Hard Home. That episode was an amazing one in season five. I think it was Hard episode home. eight. Yeah, uh, Blackwater. Yeah, Blackwater. Uh, you know, Battle of the Bastards. These are just like the battle ones too. The trial of like Tyrion Lannister. All like the 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 golden wedding with Joffrey in it, and the <laughs> red wedding too. Like you know, there's some even though they were terrible to watch. It was. For the how it, they took the, like, the ending, I still like again. There hasn't been if there was a show I could compare that said has done Game of Thrones but better since then, maybe. But I would have to put it the, in my the, Hall of Fame. The Do crazy you, thing is, I don't think that there is any comparison, I, and like, that's why it has to go in the Hall of Fame. If there is a TV Hall, well, of do fame. you think? If you started watching it, like let's just say I wouldn't have somebody watch now. So if you're watching it from first season to last season without that two year gap of anticipation and just followed it through for the last season would it 
be easier to take or because you had such emotion like going into it never seeing it before so i'm starting never heard of game of thrones somebody just, just told me it. yeah i'm putting it on wow this is great season one and i could binge it i'm not watching it waiting a year waiting two years oh for that last season it's coming if you watched it beginning to end one episode a night to you got to the last one do you think that would make it a little more palatable for you or would it still bum you out like man did they ruin that last season i, I, I don't know I mean? if it would if it would bum you out as much because you know it, the investment into it too was the time was and, right. and we're not even talking like the people who were like were fans of the early adopters of the books who are like they're still waiting for the last two books right <laughs> but the thing is you 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 almost become like uh evangelist or admin for the show if you love it you're out there you're telling other people like, oh you got i want to talk right. to you about it. you gotta watch like everyone i worked with people right. from all walks of life got into it but now yeah if you were to just watch it i think honestly uh you might notice the cracks a little bit more and you i think that you'll be you'll ultimately be let down it's just the level of letdown. I think that the, I don't think anyone watches that and goes the end was a satisfying. I feel version. like we were all like kind of, but we can't look at this objectively because we all watched it from the start and we're all disappointed. But knowing people that at least personal experience that I know who started not only Game of Thrones but like Star Wars even like okay the originals the prequels can never live up like that like okay now the sequels aren't even as good as the prequels or whatever. I know people who, when you have that gap and that longer time to stew on it and think about it and that, it gets you more and more mad almost about it or more and more let down. But I know people who have never seen Star Wars. And so they watch all one through nine just like that. And then like, yeah, this one was good, this one was better, but you're not as let down. Same people who watch Game of Thrones season one through eight, just binge it completely through, aren't like you see, you, they, they can accept the ending more than somebody who had to also, wait two years. Also, everybody knows now like, to you, not get you know that yeah that the that the end well is the horrible. hype is not going to be yeah. what it was because yeah. it's not there now are they doing a prequel they're doing a yeah. prequel they're doing this three. three HBO is is putting so much money into to now, Game of Thrones like I, any well, of the actors good, that are I'm in this so gonna, no, it's all prequels it's all prequels right? yeah. so it's like Robert's Rebellion they're gonna no. do I don't think they're not they're not doing they're that not, which would be awesome they're doing like yeah that'd be great they're doing like a thousand years before Game of Thrones yeah. Like, which it's like... So it, I don't know if it's going to be like Camelot status, where I'm not even going to care, or if it's going to be like beginning I feel like it's of Game of Thrones, like where I will care. Because I feel like HBO is putting all their eggs in the basket that people really love the lore of Game of Thrones, when, yeah, okay, some people watch the show and like White Walkers are cool, and like some of the histories that happen, but people like mm -hmm. the show for the drama that was going on in the show, and people liked either Daenerys the Sopranos or Jon Middle Snow. Earth. Yeah, so same, it's like... Same writers, though? Are we getting no. different... Right? We're well, still like, getting a still whole new... Like, George, I don't think anybody would want Well, let's... let's uh, yeah, so uh, we don't George know. R. R. Martin is still executive producing, and he wrote all the books. So he's still going to be there to help along, just like he did for Game of Thrones. But the two, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, they're not coming back to do these. So some people could say then that's an argument for why that might be better because George R. R. Martin is still going to be taking the lead on it and you're not going to have two people who are going to cut and run. Listen, I, th I think they're going to be good. I, I think I'll watch them. The only thing is the, the biggest problem was the, the there's a lot of like centerpieces of the like the lore side of things they show like, oh my God, like all these pieces, what do they mean? It's like, okay, all that's going to play out. And the problem is because of, again, that last season, we know 
all how it ends. Mm. So it's like, oh man, that point. But like, it'll still be good. It'll still I, be I got upset with Game of Thrones when they killed off Sean Bean. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute now. This guy's finally playing a nice guy. Spoiler alert. No, well, yeah, if you haven't seen that one. No, but I, well, that's why I gave his name, his real name, not his cat. But I'm yeah, like, I, this guy but, always plays a bad guy. Now he's playing one good guy. And he's he gone. But, that, but that, that's also what made the show so that's interesting. What, yeah, right. Because I still don't know, and I watched it. And I didn't know who, like, I'm supposed to root for here. I mean, because there wasn't, like, one really, I mean. That did, yeah. The, well, the dragon woman. I don't know the names of the characters, whatever. But I'm like, geez, she seems like she's just trying to get... And the these guys are trying to protect what they've had forever. And this group over here is just, you know... And it didn't seem like... But that's what I loved about the show. Because the great thing about that show was you take a thing that's like the fantasy world, right? And the right. fantasy world, like Lord of the Rings, everything, it's very black and white. You've got your good guys and you've right. got your bad guys. And right. this, it's like... If anything, it's weird. It was one of the more realistic, for it not being realistic at all, not being a real history right. at all, it was a very real depiction of people and power and struggle like that. It's like there's well, good people who do bad things. Yeah, yeah, except for dragons. You got good people who do bad things. You got bad people who do good things sometimes. And it, it, right. that was the interest of the show. That was set in right, a fantasy world. Set in a fantasy world. Yeah, but I mean, I look, I enjoyed it because I had to, but I had to ask Mikey, wait a minute, who am I supposed to, is there somebody I'm supposed to really like here? I remember well, my own, like, personal experiences when I, I got into Game of Thrones when it was in between the first and second season. And so I was like, I kept watch, I kept binging the first season, getting ready for the second season. And then you, Dad, said to me, you're like, oh, but did you watch the ending yet? And I was like, no. no. Like, for the first season, I was like, no. And every time you asked, I was like, no. I was wondering why. And then the uh, Sean Bean right. dies. And then you, I, I even said to you, I was like, should I even watch the second season? Because I was like, that's who, that was my guy. That's who I was yeah, rooting for. Yeah, I thought he was like... So then it was like, they did do that in a good way of watching it being like... And then after the Red Wedding, again. And then in season, like, five, when yeah. a mm -hmm. character fake mm -hmm. dies and then doesn't. There's been multiple points where I was like, do I even... Even care if so and so's not in it, but they did a, at the time a good job of making you care. But now it's like, so that's again why I'd have to like in the Hall of Fame of shows. I'd have to include it because it, it, I cared about these characters like they were real life characters. I guess it would have to because it was worldwide too. It was, you know, what I mean, it yeah. wasn't just oh, this is an American show and only you know would get it or whatever. This this was could. Go to any language you could put this in. You know, it could be seen in, in Asia or in, you know Europe. It didn't matter. It, it, it was huge. it was it was used. Just my my one last point because I would say it has to go in the Hall of Fame only because of how big it was, and and also there has to be a little bit of a an asterisk in it about how how much it fell off uh, in the end. So um, this was like a superstar athlete having a bad last, didn't know when to get out. Yeah, yeah. Basically. But you like, still put it in the Hall of Fame. But you'd still say this guy's, this woman or guy's body of work was so good for so long, but then, geez, that last year just he still couldn't. won six championships, but got benched in the last two seasons. Right. Yeah, yeah the, the last right. season, had, though, was just the Brett Favre Crocs photo <laughs> yeah, of, okay. of, of his career. That's that's right. what the last so season you, of Game of Thrones was. So you would say it's a Hall of Fame? Yes. I'd say, I, I'd say it, it, it has to be in it. Yeah, Melissa's more brutal, but that's the, that's I mean, the way. If, I mean, that's you your can opinion. put it in there. You can. That's I'm your just, opinion. Like I said, I mean, hey, me, look, I, I like taken too, so I can't really comment on what anybody says. <laughs> but the reason I brought up the Hall of Fame, and I, I'm making a little switch here to sports now, is, is Julian Edelman retired. So much about. 
he was a Patriots receiver, played for like, uh, I think 11 years, was it, Steve? I think it was around 11 years. 11 years, years 6,000 yards receiving, you know, great, won a Super Bowl MVP. And as soon as he retired, everybody said, well, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He should go in the Hall of Fame. He's yeah. a Hall of Famer. And I'm looking at his numbers, and I'm looking at what he's done, and I'm like, he's a very good player, but is he a Hall of Fame, you know, receiver? And I don't think he is. I don't think, I mean, it's no knock on him to say you're not going to the Hall of Fame. But I think the bigger picture for me is right away, as soon as somebody retires, that's the biggest question we ask. Like when Romo retired, mm -hmm. when Eli retired. Mm -hmm. Instead of just taking a step back, because it's five years before he's going to get in anyway, mm -hmm. unless you're, because nobody gets in, you have to wait five years for your, to, to get into any, any Hall of Fame. And I'm like, well, why can't we just like let things just progress? He played, he was good at what he, he did very well, but let's just see after five years if we still feel that same way. Why does it have to be that rush right away? Like when Kobe Bryant retired and you knew Kobe was going to get in, no question. You don't like people like that. You'd say, "Why wait the five years?" Like with Jeter or Rivera or the greats of the the game in any sport. Why do we have to wait to put them in? But in this case, waiting makes sense because there's a lot of great guys and women that have been played in their their sports. That once you look at it over the totality of it, go, "Yeah, they were good, but were they? Or they were great, but were they Hall of Fame great?" Were they worthy to get into? Because if you're saying the Hall of Fame, it's got to be like, to me, it's always been, it's a no-brainer. You don't think about it. If you got to start comparing, well, he played in the 80s and his numbers were different because they didn't throw as much in the 80s as they do in the 2000s or 2010s or whatever. So that's a, you know, it's another thing. They, You know, those receivers that got 8,000 yards back in the day, now you get 8,000 yards in three years or four years, you know? So it's totally different. But with Edelman... Like, I'm not knocking him, but, like, the differences with Brady, you know Brady's getting into the Hall There's no question about right. that Brady's getting into right. the Hall of Fame. Right. There's no, not even a, a thought about it. And I think it hurts the player. It diminishes what he did during his time. And I think it, like, makes people, like, after a while look for knocks against the player when you should just give a chance to breathe a little bit. But that, what what you're talking about then is what else would sports media be talking no, about? So no, that, I know that. Because that's like you, the reactionary feeds off. of sports no. media. They always have to share their immediate opinion on something. That and I, I, like I totally understand that part of it. I get it because we're doing it now. But the thing is, if you take a break, a I mean, you could bring up Edelman goes the Hall of Famer and then you get your opinion right away and go, no, or yes. And then I, maybe I think though to your point, you know, when they retire, that's it. Like you have their body of work. It's a yes. But here's no the other thing: I don't think Edelman's finished. Oh, I think I, I think I think he's going to Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay I I so that's the other thing. Like people aren't going. Well, he's resting because his leg, he couldn't pass a physical. But this is March. So, this is April. So this guy. Because I've seen stuff about this, so right. he's so he's not actually retired then. Well, no, he, he did. You have he's he, retired, but he hasn't put his papers in officially with the league yet. Can, so I'm saying, first of all, I don't think he's done. I agree. Yet, so now we're going to say, does he belong in the Hall of Fame? Whatever. But I think in it's like I said, I said March. It's April, so you're going to go from April to November, December. Oh, a couple of guys on the Buccaneers are hurt. Maybe one guy's hurt. Hey, uh, how's Edelman feeling? Not too bad. We bring him in. Maybe they win another Super Bowl. He gets another Super Bowl with Brady on another team like Ronkowski did. 
So that's the other part of it. I don't think he's finished yet. So I mean, the I, the only I don't th- think he's finished either, and I also think he's a Hall of Famer. I I, I, I think to I think like but to your credit though too dead in the sense of I think hindsight helps because like you could look at his numbers look at his career now and say okay he's a Hall of Famer but then if in five years when he's eligible if people right. have done what he did in those time too you can also gain like a better perspective right. okay is it really like Hall of Fame worthy like if he's putting up numbers that everyday NFLers are putting right. up or, but also then again if you look in five years and you're like nobody's done what Edelman's done since he's left the league because it's like. It's an art and a science, though, right? It's not right. just—it's not always numbers based. No. Because sometimes you have to, like, right. Dale Sayers is a Hall of Fame. He only had two right. years, right. but his two years were so great. You right. have to put him in the Hall of Fame. Earl Campbell's injured, right? Injured but but shows. Edelman is not. Gail I'm Sayers. not comparing. No, no, I know. Two. I know what you're saying. So what I'm saying is, though, if you're going to use a numbers argument, you have to right. evaluate their but then, contributions. But then, do you the think game. Jordy Nelson's a? No, I don't, but I think... But Jordy Nelson has 70 TD receptions, and, and Edelman, so and he was also... you got to let me finish my all point. All right, it this is Super an Bowl. art and a science, right? Right. So you have to you evaluate that Sayers and Campbell, they might not have the longest careers, right. but their brevity of greatness is obvious that they're Hall of Famers. Right. So for Edelman, his numbers are not going to be great, but his contributions to the game overall what he did in Super Bowls winning right. what, three four to me the catch alone on the third or fourth down right. conversion where he's covered by four guys and the ball's batted in the air against the 28-3 comeback against the Falcons that's a hall he's the hall of famer all right well let's say Tim Tyree who made that great catch on the Giants had a little bit little bit more sure. yardage would he be, and that I, was a better catch than even maybe Edelman's catch I understand would he make the, the hall of fame for that no but that's one you that's literally one right. play right but i'm just saying but he they didn't have the opportunity to get in the more super bowls what if Tyree's there and he makes more catches the other thing is Heinz Ward who is tremendous now I was listening to Peter King. I was listening to his. Um, he was on uh, Pro Football Talk. He said, "When it comes up for receivers, and everything." They said Heinz Ward doesn't even get a, a whiff of getting into the Hall of Fame. Heinz Ward belongs in the Hall right, of Fame, right? But that's why I think if Heinz Ward's not going to get in, and they're not even talking about Heinz Ward, great blocker, not only a great He's receiver, the greatest receiving blocker, of one all of the time. Hall, won a won a uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP with the Steelers and everything. If he's not getting a whiff. With all that he's done, then Edelman's not going to get a whiff either. But the, because people are going to bypass him in five years. Those numbers he put up are going to be. I know. They're gonna, so I'm not I'm pedestrian, not, as they I'm say. I'm not saying that because to me they're both Hall of Famers. Would so you say Hall of Very Good or Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame, both of them. Okay. I put them in. My I would hall put Heinz Ward in the Hall of Fame. Both of them before Edelman, right. but that doesn't mean in ten years when they look at the numbers, he may get in on a. You know the seniors or whatever they he, they call them. Just because Heinz Ward is wrongly not in the Hall of Fame, just because he's not in the Hall of Fame to me is not reason right. to say that Edelman should. No, be. no, I'm not. I'm not saying that either. I'm just thinking that if you look at, you know, that the body of work, and yes, he was, happened to be too in the right place at the right time. Now he worked to get there. I mean, I, I know that. I'm not discounting with all the work that Edelman put into to doing his job and getting it done every day and practicing and after practice catching the footballs with Brady and everything else. But could somebody else have done those things too? That's a, that's a fair You know point. what I mean? That could If I put Jordy Nelson on that, that, he's Jordy Nelson. He's Wes Welker. If Wes Welker doesn't drop that pass in the Super Bowl, he's still there. 
and then Giselle's not saying, well, I, he can't throw it and catch it, Tom. You know what I mean? So that's all I'm saying. No, He's not, to point. me, like a great receiver is somebody you got to say, we got to defend this guy totally, though. Like Gronkowski, you had to worry about more. Yes. Gronkowski's a first ballot. He's in. Yes. No doubt. Yes. Where Edelman, I'm not saying he's not going to get in, yeah. but let's not saying he's going to get in like it, what first ballot. If Eli's not even talked about first ballot, and he beat Brady twice in Super Bowls, yeah, he doesn't even get the credit Eli for that. Eli made two great throws in that Super Bowls, two different Super Bowls. Yeah, you know, escaping in the Tyree and then hitting uh, Steve Smith on that that route on the court that uh, yep. sideline route. Yep. Those are two of the best throws yep. under stress and duress. Exactly. So. I don't know. You wanted to say? Did I cut you off, Zach? You were. You were I, I was. You were going um, back to Game of Thrones. Or? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> to, to to the uh, the Hall of Fame point. How much of it do you think is narrative, and how much do you think of its numbers? Because isn't it the sports writers that choose it? Well, it's it, it pl- that plays a your personality plays a part into yes. it. Yes, that's why To didn't get in. That's why To didn't get in, and that's why like Kurt Schilling. I'm switching yeah, sports yeah, here as yeah, a baseball yeah. player. Now, Kurt Schilling's, some of his views are <laughs> are different than a lot of other people's. He's, you know, there's, a, there. there's a group of, of people that follow his and believe whatever he says is true and, and he, how he feels about sports writers and certain politicians or whatever. But if you look at his numbers, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But if you look, yes. but but they're looking at personality-wise. Now, there's a lot of guys in Hall of Fames. Let's say Ty Cobb is notoriously a bad guy. You yeah. know, that did some really bad, but he's in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Guys that do steroids this is aren't going to get into the Hall of Fame. This is the big know. problem with all Hall of Fames. And, and, and I'm just as guilty of this because there's some people I lionize and some people I don't like. Right. For me, it's it tends to be more narrative than numbers for me. It's more like how right. is that's that's and, the way. Like, look, so if I was a sports writer, it'd be like, well, I really... Well, if you look at it guy. this way, Pete Rose on his baseball, Rose, just his baseball, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. The thing that's keeping Pete Rose out of baseball is that he bet on baseball, yeah. which is so a cardinal silly, sin. Yeah. But if you look at it that I think, I, I know Paul Horning's in the Pro Football at Fame, and he was suspended a year for betting on football. Yeah. So And Belichick will get in as a Hall of Fame of coach, I'm sure. And, and, I mean, he's, oh, he's yeah, with the very game and everything. Absolutely. With, with, with cheating. But it's, and, and he doesn't have the best way with the press either, Belichick. Not he's no. more like, you know, we're on Cincinnati. We're on to, you yeah. know, we're on. He's not going to give you this great, Interviews. He's not, you know, effusive with his praises and everything. But but in that he, too, that creates a narrative. But you can't keep a guy out that's won six Super Bowls out of the the Hall of Fame, whether you like him or dislike him. You know. But I mean, but to, to Zach's point though, they kept Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame. He's the hit king. Oh yeah. You know. Right. But to me, I put all of them in. Bonds is in the Hall of Fame. Alex Rodriguez is my in my yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'd put in obviously Belichick. All of them. I wouldn't put A Rod in the Hall of Fame. Because I, I, first of all, oh, I, I, I know that's a I, 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 of all athletes, he is my least favorite athlete, Alex Rodriguez, because yeah, he's, he's a phony. The, You're no, a phony. You lie about it. I don't don't lie so, to me. But so did Bonds, and so did all. That's these right. People. But don't sue Major League Baseball either, and say that you set me up, and then it's my, you know, whatever. It was a relative that gave me the stuff. Like you, if you're an athlete, if you're Alex Rodriguez, who looks at himself, I guarantee you, every day in the mirror goes. Does it get any better than this? Doesn't know what he's it doesn't putting. Doesn't get much better than that. I but what he's putting into his body, though, he doesn't know. 
He doesn't know what he's doing I'm every not, minute. I'm not excusing that, but you you cannot with a straight face tell me that Alex Rodriguez is not one of the greatest, if not the greatest baseball player to ever oh, play. Oh, no way. He's a, is he one of the biggest baseball players? He's Ken a, Griffey Jr. Is, is, is... Ken Griffey Jr., fine. But right. Alex Rodriguez is, other than Ken Griffey Jr., his former mayor and teammate, is the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. Is Ken Griffey oh. Jr. on the Hall of Fame? He's first but, ballot, the whole bit. Yeah. But, I love but the point to me is, I put all these guys in there, and I abhor all the things Kurt Schilling says. Right. But just if you're looking at just his career, he is objectively right. a no, Hall of Fame absolutely. baseball player. But, objectively. But here's the thing, like with Bonds, Bonds was a Hall of Famer, but the problem, what, but the the problem was with Bonds is, you didn't need to do what you did. And you cheat. You basically cheated the game. But so if you're not, but if you're not going to put Pete Rose in for gambling, and that's cheating, you could say because he could have pulled the pitcher. Then, but you're not going to ever put Pete Rose in. That's, I'm saying me. I would. no, no. I understand that. And there's a lot of people who feel that way. But if you cheat in any way because you don't know if Pete Rose pulled the pitcher or kept a guy in that he shouldn't have or sat somebody because you don't know because he's betting on the he game. He's been on his own team. He but was we don't. On his team we say. Night. I mean. That's what he says. Right. He also That's told Barchiamani the first time, I didn't bet. That's and then true. it came out That's that he true. did. So, you know, he's been known to tell a fib here and there, Pete Rose, well, which is understandable. But the thing is, you cheated. And I don't think, and I'll tell you right now, when they put um, the the commissioner, um, uh, the baseball commissioner before Manfred now. Sealing in. Sealing knew what was going on, too. But that, that's to me why everybody who played in the 90s. Right. They all belong. McGuire belongs in. Sosa belongs in. Pa- mm. Palmero belongs. They all. They, you cannot. Climb yeah, but in. if let me put it they this all way. Belong, they were all I, I would say that all for I would. I, I'll give you the argument of Bonds and Rodriguez. But if Sammy Sosa didn't start taking the things, there's no way Sammy Sosa is in the Fair. Hall of Fame. And same thing with Paul, Rafael Palmero. Rafael Palmero sure. too. But if, and then his credit, thing, if sorry. you want, no, it's like if you want to put everybody in there too, like ev- all those names that everybody, you just named from the nineties, you'd also have to put an asterisk on all of those. Then there's another there. that you have to have another wing then for it. You really do because these guys use roids and they did. But so did everybody that, that was playing in that. Well, not everybody. you can't say we don't everybody know because they weren't because caught they didn't get caught. But just because they weren't caught, I mean, come I on. mean. Look at how long Piazza had to wait to get in because they suspected him of being uh, and a, a Roy guy. And, right, but my point is you had guys that were cheating and guys that didn't cheat but got lumped into the guys that were cheating. Now, there's no way that... The, we don't know. And Piazza didn't sue Major League Baseball. Right. We also know that we also have Canseco on the record. Now, whether you take Canseco at his word or not, well, who wrote the book and yes. famously got a lot of money, yes. who said everybody was doing it. Well, And I tend to agree that, look... Look at all the look at Brett Boone. Look at some of these players that all of a sudden had. But Brett Boone wasn't going to be a Hall of Famer. No, no, no. I'm just saying that you know what I mean? he was a good player, and then all of a sudden he had 35, 40 home right. runs out of nowhere. How did right. that happen? Well, look at uh, what was it the, the, the center fielder uh, Brady uh, Anderson of the Brady Anderson. the, 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 the Orioles. Orioles. He had like 50 home runs or the. Ne- but see, to my point is, it also gave you more uh, longevity. It got you back sooner to play. It got things to do where. And we say he said everybody's doing it, which I don't think everybody was in the nineties because I didn't see everybody bulk up like Barry well, let's Bonds. Let's assume did. all the okay. best players did. We're gonna well, just say we're gonna say some of the be- era some in. of the best, but you know what? If they weren't suspected, but you know Bonds, you know McGuire, McGuire was right in his locker. He had the stuff. I know. So to me, but McGuire wasn't a Hall of Famer anyway. To me, anyway, he really was. There's a, there is a difference between Barry Bonds and Alex Rodriguez. Bon- and- Look, I'll give you Bonds like was before, but the thing is. 
you look at the total work that you do. You can't just say from this, you know, Kirchling was a nice guy from 1990 to 1995, that after that he freaked out. You know yeah, what I mean? You yeah. can't do it that way. You have to say that's why he's not getting it. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, Schilling, even though, because that's different. He didn't do roids. He didn't do what he, you know. He's look, just a, I may politically not yeah, yeah. like you one way or the other. That's not my business. You have a right to say it. You shouldn't be kept out of the Hall of Fame for it. And, you know, just as long as your speech doesn't get into too much, yeah, yeah, yeah. he should be in. Because it should just be but talking I, about your baseball. And That's you think it. where you're voted on, you're going to, you know, there is a certain measure of you have to know what you're doing. You, like, like, if you really want to be in the Hall of Fame, if that's what your 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 impetus is, there right. is a certain measure of politics that you have to... You well, he always said, life. and I, I don't buy this, but Kurt Schilling always said, I don't feel I'm a Hall of Famer. And I think that's partly that's to deflect the fact yeah, to yeah. say that when you've won oh, World Series so with different say, teams, I'm, right, I don't yeah, really deserve yeah. to be in there. Where Pete Rose has said, hey, I am the hit kid. Uh, yeah. You're right. I'm the hit. Based on his baseball, just his baseball work, Pete Rose belongs more so than like A-Rod and Bonds in the sense that he was the hit king and he didn't use right. steroids. Sure. He was the hit king when you'd smoke. Exactly. I don't like yeah. Pete Rose yeah. at all. But that being said, there right. is like a. I get that what I mean, you're saying. If every player is saying that every player is doing it, but then there has to be a thing of like, in the sense of almost like due process. Okay, but you're you're saying that I did it, but I didn't do it. I never got caught doing sure. it. I never looked like but I got. How many so that's why there should be a caught. disconnect. Even, even Bonds didn't get caught. Well, you know, he had the buddy, he had the friend that never went to prison that never. Told right, it's him. always the other guy that's though. A real friend, you know, that's what I mean, a, that's, that's a buddy. That's my point, it's, right? It's like that's what I mean. But you, you've now you you know you've done it. I mean, the body, your, your head had gotten bigger. Now look, Bonds Every, did it. I, right, know, there's I no way you could say you can't. Like Clemens. Now I always think Andy Pettit was a borderline Hall of Famer, but. I, it, but Andy Pettit's not getting in. But he's not getting in. I put him in. He's not getting in because <laughs> of... Me. Yeah, but I, you'll put everybody in. Not everybody. No, not but everybody. I mean... But I'm more you're, lenient than You're me. more lenient than me. But I'm looking... If you narrow... If you're breaking the rules... Like, look at how they're... Like, here, here's the thing. Houston, they're killing the Astros, right? For banging the thing. And, you know, banging the trash can. And they know what pitch is coming because they could see the thing. And they're killing them for that. But they're not going to take away their World Series rings from no, that. But they, like, they kind of should, it. though. It's already happened. It's right when I hate when the NCAA takes the the the, the right vacate, the wins away from it. Right, Reggie Bush right. is high. Like, give me a right. break. Come on. But also to that credit, though, it's like uh, that's why a lot of fans and a lot of people always make jokes about the Astros release now because they did do it and they also got absolutely no penalty from the MLB. They got a slap on the wrist for getting proven to have got have caught. But it the... also came out though too, and I hate to say it, you have, but. You... Didn't the Red Sox also get caught cheating that year? Right. The MLB, in my view, well, I don't that, want to get conspiratorial. Because one guy went from the Astros to the Red Sox yeah, exactly. and helped them cheat the I same way. I don't want right. to get conspiratorial again, but there was a lot more cheating than we well, look, care to there accept. always but used to be where, like, like, if the guy at second base could look in and, like, see the signs, if he knew it was a fastball, he'd take his hat off. He put his hat back, so yeah. they, the batter knew it was a fastball. Yeah. It was a curveball he made Ben Dallas, so they'd have their own set of signs. This was electronically being done, though. Right. But my point is, these guys got, like, uh, what was his name? Cora lost his job. Yep. Uh, Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran lost the Mets job. Hinch, A.J. Hinch, the, the, the manager of the Astros, 
they all got penalized for mm-hmm. it. Now they're back working and, mm-hmm. and whatever, and rightly so. I mean, you, you know, the guy should, you know, he'll Certainly. be checked and everything yeah. else. But you, you still cheated, though. Yeah, they, they yeah. should vacate still, that world not, series. I'm not saying that they're going to take the title away because you still, my point yeah, is, I you, think you still should. have to hit the ball. You yeah. still have to know what's coming and whatever. What these guys did was made them get back faster, did things more. And you know the biggest thing, too, is be honest with me. If you're honest with me, then I'll buy it. I'll give you a second chance. A-Rod's, like, if you shake A-Rod's hands, you got to check if your watch or your ring is still there because that kind of guy, <laughs> he's just like that. And then he, then J Lo dumped him. I mean, come on, that's another thing. He's not I'm, I'm Team J Lo on this one. I hate A Rod. I hate Tom Brady. I hate all that. Like just, just absolute pompous. Just I don't think Brady's that. pompous. I think I think A Rod is. I, I find them both to be very pompous. But I, I think too. You know what? MLB d- didn't. Re- they they. I don't think they cared much about Star Wars because you know what? Everyone watched Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Who's going to get more hits? Oh, right. Who's, who's it, was, home it was it was it was raining. Well, right. I cared about right. how many home runs Mark McGuire got, and I. Like I like some boring stuff. Nothing is more boring than baseball right, to me. Right, And I liked it. So yeah, Major League like, Baseball was, it was like it was like a, it was like a game of Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, time it was all that, They were yeah. all everybody was into it every day. Did they? Major hate, did League they get Baseball it? doesn't really. But but even for like know, I've got my own things about that. Even yeah. for that credit though, the people say like you know the NFL help out Brady get to the like bull, like giving him like easier schedules or the calls always go his way or there's always something like the tuck rule that one time there's always a thing where they say that always Brady gets the help along too. Right. With right. the same with like a, I don't know, but I I'm on the side you should definitely vacate that World Series but 100%. How did it happen? What are you supposed to but do? That's, like, but that's the, it, it, well there's so you're like it happened but you cheated. It's you know like what, what it's about gonna... every other team that won every other year that didn't cheat it's like what how does that the integrity of the game i know i sound like a guy i know i never watch baseball i don't care but also i'm not going to ever start watching baseball because now i'm going to look at the world series and say well did they did they cheat to get to it because you had a cheater win and then you still gave them the title right they you came out you, and said they cheated you the found MLB out after knows see, the they thing cheated. Is, you found out after the fact yeah so, so then they but they'll never it. what they'll do is like you said with with players like we were talking about steroids there'll be an asterisk always by that one in people's minds yeah and you know they're Rightfully always going to so. say because every other team that wins it every other year should be like when we got here and we didn't cheat and that's also another thing. It's going to be insanely tough now because they're going to... What about every... Because you're also like, well, what do you say? Well, every team that lost them in the playoffs is now going to be like, well, we unfairly lost. it turns out, though, too, like, again, that the Red Sox were doing it. So we don't know how widespread it was. Right. And how... Uh, come on. If a pitcher... Again, they find They know the pitch that's coming. You still have to hit it. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like there's it's gamesmanship. I'm not I'm not condoning it, but but I think they, let's it, not be puritanical and say oh there was the only. No, team I just think it was the way that it was being done with electro- electronic. It wasn't electronic too that they were getting yeah, into he, picking he it up. Wire. That's why right. That's why Altuve didn't want to be when he was when they beat the Yankees and he's saying don't rip the shirt. Don't off rip the shirt because he had the thing in there. Yeah. 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 So they took it. They I, took. I don't know anything about. They it. took so cheating amazing. to another level, though. They did. Yeah. But that—that's that's, the, that's my point. It's always been like we're like know. you don't know how widespread it is. But they're like, but why isn't there then a harsher penalty for when you get caught then? And that's well, sense. then MLB didn't want to fully investigate it. Maybe they did well. They suspended they, the managers. They suspended the front office people. But the players—they're not going to. First of all, let me tell you something about the national, the, the Major League Baseball Players Union. If you're ever going to be in a union, that's the union yeah. to be in. Yeah. Because. 
If they go out on a strike, they all strike. Yep. If they, you can't get the NFL they to have agree. You, exactly, you can't get the NFL players because they're they're talking about now not to switch subjects, but just show you how That's strong their union good. is. They're trying to say we want to do virtual workouts, and some of the players are saying no, we want to come in, and we want. Vir-, but no, the other ones are saying the veterans are saying, hey, we'll stay and do it like we did last year, not just have our virtual workouts. The other guys, the first-year guys, the, the guys on a taxi squad and whatever are like, no, we want to come in because we want to be seen. And they can't even agree on that. If that was if, if the baseball union said, we're not coming in, nobody's coming in. Yep. That's the way Major League Baseball is. So they couldn't – they would have to fight tooth and nail Major League Baseball to get those players to, to be doc salaries or whatever. I mean, you know – are, their union but is isn't that worth it when you find out a championship was stolen? Like, uh, isn't are, that are, are like they, what if you're not willing to go to bat for that? Then what else? Because my thing is the highest, I guess, offense you could do in the game of sports is like cheating like that. Right. So when that happens, then what is the a scenario thing, that you do that you would go to war? But and the fight thing is, you can't say. It? Let's say, and I, I, I agree. But my the only play devil's advocate in this one part is let's say, okay, the Astros we're going to play the World Series again. The Astros aren't going to cheat. Dodgers are going to cheat. Teams are different. You can't take a thing away and get. So you're saying give it to nobody that year. Yeah. Don't let the Astros like beat or it. give it to the Dodgers and say they won because but they cheated. Happened, like you can't right. You can't the, take that. But that's the thing. You're saying it happened, but if you're willing to accept that a title was admittedly stolen because of it, then how? Then if what else? I guess my question is, okay, it happened. You're like, well, then what do we do? It happened. Then what is a commissioner in MLB? What would you be willing to then go to war and fight over if that is literally the highest offense? You cheated the way through the playoffs and stole a title. What, what could you do as a team that is a worse offense than that? You take away their draft picks. You take. You give them. You like, did take away. They, they, they did. took. I mean, like, and they do, find like, them. You know. What, no, I agree. Your point I is. Just, I, I'll tell you right now. You ask the Dodgers who lost that World they, Series. They want they still want revenge. They still want to throw at these players. They still want it. And some of them left and are on to other teams, but they're still marked by other guys in baseball. Sure, even the guys that did steroids that didn't do steroids, when other guys knew, they're like, this son of a gun is, is you know, back out here already, and he's taking roids, and I'm not, and I might be set to the minors because this guy's got my job. Cheating is cheating, you're right, but they're never going to take that away. But the stigma is always going to be there because I think their first game they were when, in, in uh the Angels ballpark, and people were throwing trash cans on the field when the Astros, because all the last year there were no fans. Yeah. So it's going to follow them in a, in a way. But, but some of those players aren't even on the team anymore to get the grief of it. So, oh, like, man. I'm a new guy on the Astros, and I got to deal with, with the, somebody yeah. throwing a garbage can at me because I didn't even play with the. I didn't win the World Series with them. That's like, why you're compensated for it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, are they as hated as the eight men out or the, the, the oh, White Sox? They're pretty Sox? hated. Are they're they, pretty when as when other baseball side. players like, there's a lot of guys on like some other teams are like this is BS and what they, they did. Can't stand it. They can't stand it because they're saying we had a chance here. The Yankees could feel that way too. The Dodgers could feel that way too because they the Yankees were cheated back to back years because they lost to the, <laughs> yeah. the Astros. Now the, the fact that the you know he throws home run balls too, uh, you know, it makes a difference too that they uh, Chapman couldn't keep the ball, you know, couldn't. Sure. You know, but you still have to hit it like they say. Even if you're taking roids, I get it. But the thing is, if you're going to get caught, be honest with me. And I'll say this about Edelman. He's the only guy I know that was caught that, you know, because he had a four-game suspension. He, had- he said, I must have done it because I didn't, you know, he's like, yeah, okay. But at least be honest then if you're doing it. 
Don't go on national television and say, I never did. And then you get caught again for doing it. What are they you, supposed to do? They're told by their lawyers and other people. Don't PR do an people. interview. Right. Don't go and lie to me twice. You lied to me once, okay. Lie to me twice. But so A-Rod should be kept out of the Hall of Fame because of lying? Come on, no, he should be kept out of because he cheated. But come again, though. He's everybody a total in cheat. that era was cheating. We, we can't say everybody. Let's yeah. just say maybe some a, a certain minority or majority 60-40. of players were doing it. 60-40 either way. Yes, okay, I'll give you that. Point, okay, everybody was doing it. Well, then also everybody from that era isn't in the Hall but of does that make it, But that's, not, that's ridiculous. But does that that's make so it right, ridiculous. though, because everybody was Big doing it? Big Poppy's going to get into the Hall of Fame. But you got caught. But Big Poppy got caught, and he's going. He's already in the Hall of Fame, David Ortiz, am I right? No, he's not five but years. But he's going. He's going to. Right. Nobody is saying. Well, no, so I think he, he, was suspect, he was suspected of it. He hasn't been caught yet. the exemption? Because he wasn't caught. That. But neither was Bonds officially, neither was McGuire. None of these guys were officially... Well, McGuire ex- admitted to basically doing stuff. Bonds won't talk to the press. And A-Rod t- got caught... A-Rod got, went, sure, went to court for it and got it. It's basically the same. He was in the same report, Big Poppy, right. David Ortiz, for using stars. Which, right. by the way, David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer and should be. But why can we not apply the clear standard that David Ortiz is obviously a Hall of Famer, that A-Rod is obviously a well, Hall of Famer? Well, he became a Hall of Famer maybe after he started using that stuff but because he was cut by, he was cut by the Minnesota Twins and the Red Sox picked him and up. That's the point. His career wasn't going anywhere. A-Rod didn't need to do what he did. So that's did. even more reason that A-Rod but didn't need to do steroids still, and he was a Hall of Famer before you know he took what it them. Is? He's never getting it. You just don't like him. He's never getting it. I'll bet you twenty dollars. He's never but getting into the whole thing. Right. Well, you know what? The other other part of it too is Alex Rodriguez is like Kurt, uh, Kurt Schilling to a lot of people. He's got that personality oh, that people not, don't. He's like. not Kurt Schilling. He's, he's not a jerk. He's not like Kurt Schilling. But you can't look at me honestly and tell me A Rod does not is not an amazing baseball player that belongs. I'm not saying in he's not an amazing thing. baseball player, but you know what? He's not as good as I thought he was because I've seen him play for the Yankees. And it's a lot of oh, times he God. left. Well, what am I supposed? I watched the Yankees play with A Rod right. on the team. How they many won times? A World Series when they brought right, him. and I how many? That. And right, and he hit two seventeen in many a playoff game too, and got Did dropped he? from third to seventh or eighth in the lineup too because he couldn't hit. They wouldn't have made it to that World Series. Oh, you know right. what? Though? Here, here's here's one thing, and this is and A Rod was a better shortstop than Derek Jeter, and he moved to third base for the Yankees. When he was at the height of his career and was a better fielding you shortstop, you can't say that. Than I absolutely I, you can't say that. You can't say that. I'll tell you right now. In a big well, spot, Derek who would you Jeter. rather have up at bat? In Probably a big Derek Jeter. Oh. Probably Derek Jeter. Fine. Okay. You know, there's my point. Jeter never got caught with the. There's my point. Well, never Steven, seen Major League Baseball. How yes. many errors did did, did uh, Derek Jeter make most in one year? Yeah, Maybe Derek, seven or Derek eight. Jeter's Couldn't. lack of range as a shortstop was masked because he did that. You know, jump throw. But did he do it? How many? How many World Series? How many World Series did they? What what, what team was a run on that won a World Series before he came to the Yankees? He was none. But he was on the Texas Rangers. Well, why did he go to the Texas Rangers? Because they paid him four hundred million dollars. So money was more important than winning when you already made two hundred fifty million already. And he would have been on the Mets, but he wouldn't let the Mets uh, market his name. I'm happy he wasn't on the Mets. As a okay, Mets fan. so I'm just going to put it to you this way. <laughs> I'm unhappy. Derek Jeter is a total Hall of Famer. Didn't have to cheat. 3,000 hits. Home runs. Did everything he had to do. And the big difference between A-Rod and Jeter, and I say it all the time, A-Rod wanted to be bigger than the moment. Jeter embraced the moment. And that was the difference between A-Rod and Jeter. 
When they beat the Mets and won nothing, who got the one hit? The home run, rather, that won the game. Jeter did in the 2000 World Series. Won nothing. A-Rod never came up in big spots with the except for the World Series, but they also but it took a lot of in other the things. 2009, the playoffs in the lead up to that World Series, A Rod, he got he hit yeah. big. Hey, let's not forget Matsui either. Steve. No, Matsui was the MVP. We of will that never year. forget we'll Hideki Matsui. Hideki Matsui too. It takes a whole team to and do that's it. That's the point. Things. Jeter was on better teams but, in the 2000s and the early 90s. Well, and, 2000s. and whose fault is that? It's nobody's fault. Does he make it better? Guys, what was Hideki Matsui's nickname? Godzilla. Yeah. So right we go right back to the end. It's a full circle. So I'm we will agree to disagree. Look, I don't look. I, I don't when Did I hate they, when I say I hate somebody. I don't I don't wish them no, ill will or whatever. I know, I know. But the thing is, you know what? Don't play the media either way you want to play it. A Rod always played the media. He knew That's what he was doing. No, no. But I'm talking about one specific guy though. If you're gonna come out and give me a heartfelt, I you know, mea culpa, mea culpa, and then you're bot- busted again. Then my point is, just tell me the truth. Be honest with me. I'll forgive you for it. Yeah. Were you a great talent? Yeah. Was I happy when the Yankees got him? Yeah. But then I saw it. I'm like, this guy is not. He in the clutch. He's the last guy I want up. He's the last guy I want up. Give me, get me somebody from the bench, grabbing the bat and and with the hands and the thing with the bat. He could. He drove me crazy. Jeter come up, boom, base hit, we win the game. A-Rod's up, two outs, looking, throw the bat. Oh, I should have swung. He, he's not clutch. He's not clutch, A-Rod. He, and I'll say this. Here's, he's here's not what, clutch. Here's what I think. You, you were, we're talking about Hall of Fames. Uh, right. We're talking about TV shows. We're talking we're about, about Godzilla. We're talking about Godzilla. Uh, everything. Melissa's I, doing the wrap-up. Melissa's doing the wrap-up. Melissa's wrap like, the, yeah. The, the one thing I want to say is I think, you know, we've talked about the Oscars. We've talked about things like that. I think that basically everything's subjective. There is no exactly. baseline. Of course, There's, we, we can right. try and establish like this person or this movie or this thing belongs right. to it. Every single thing is subjective. And for a person who likes like kind of absolutes, that's hard to wrestle with. Well, but in sports, it's, it, exactly. It's like what Mikey said. Like they cheated, but you can't take the thing away from them because they, they got it. But there's always going to be the asterisk, like he said too, in the Hall of Fame. Let's put, this is a, this is a steroid wing. These guys... Took them, sure, they, did them that. they did them, and it. and the same thing with the Astros. You don't put the championship in here. You go this one. We know, but that then you was have cheating. a building called the Hall of Fame, and there's a steroid wing where it's like right. I don't know if that's well, and the, the crazy thing about it is, is Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame, but the bat when he got his four thousandth hit, the, his glove is in it. There, yeah. There's, yeah, there's things with Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. It's just not his bust. Well, just, not in there. If I can though, real quick. Tommy, uh, all these managers are in the Hall of Fame. Right. Joe Torre. Right. Uh, Bobby Cox. Right. All these guys. La Russa, They're all in the Hall of Fame. Right. They all had these players in their locker right. rooms. They and did. And they knew it was happening. So they can go, the managers can go in the Hall of Fame who knew it, who aided it, who abetted it. Right. They're fine. The players get, like, to me, then it's like. Well, that's batshit crazy. They that's should, just yeah, completely yeah. unbelievable. Well, he, also, what are we gonna... I hate to say it, but, like, a manager shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame anyway. It should just be for players. Oh, I think it's hilarious in baseball that the managers wear the uniform. That is But it is, it's yeah. a, They have a separate wing, though. They're not right. Oh, but, can I but, say, yeah, still. But here, here's the thing that's, this goes back to the union, though, Steve. If I got a guy that's there, like, first of all, I'm going to say I'm not playing. Um, I'm not playing Boston tonight because I think he did Royce. How long am I going to have my job, Stephen? 
but how many of those managers except Joe Torre is in the Hall of Fame? But to your but argument, that, that though, more, the, Tony LaRusso, I almost agree so with you. Selective because then they aided it, they abetted it, they saw it, they didn't report it. But they to that point, I agree so with they, you. Well, they weren't in the locker rooms they all the time, though, but yet but they, they knew things were going on. Well, that's why I said they also I'm not saying they're not hypocritical. They shouldn't be. But I don't think that. I don't think Bud Selig should be in there either. Then to be, I I said that earlier. You can't tell me the matter. You can't tell me Tony LaRusso, who saw McGuire doing it, belongs in the Hall of Fame, but Mark McGuire doesn't. Or Joe Torre. Well, I don't think Joe, Mark McGuire does you know, well, Joe, well, who's a sweet guy, we, you know, well, we yeah, love but, him. But wait a minute. He, but for, I'm going to say for Joe Torre, though. He won World Series without a... How many Yankees were assumed that they did steroids though, that before A-Rod? There's not one. Jader never did. David Justice. David Justice, who was in, instrumental well, to the 2000 World Series... Effort in the you know the Yankees of that late nineties two thousand yeah you don't win that World Series without David Justice come on well he was implicated in the steroids implicated okay but what are you supposed to do if you trade for a guy that's already taken st- like steroids how am I supposed like the manager supposed then, to say oh, don't trade for the guy my point is it was so pervasive it was so much that you can't selectively apply it and then but also we give a cutout to David Ortiz it doesn't make I'm sense. not saying that's right either. So let them all in because they all belong in. Andy Pettit belongs in. Clemens belongs in. Well, Bob I don't know if Clemens. I don't know if if, if, if Andy Pettit's going to get Blow in anyway. In. But blow it all up. Yeah, but that's Stop not playing games. But that's not. I, look, I said uh, about Bud Selig. I said that. I think Bud Selig. They should have waited. Whatever, because he let these things go on. He loved it because it marketed baseball. But you let this guy in because it's an all boys network that they had anyway, and they liked them. But some of these guys, and I don't think they they belong. I don't I'd think rename they, Cooperstown the Alex Rodriguez Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, I, I would go. Nice. I would go the opposite nice. route of you. All those people, all those managers who aided and abetted it, should be out of the hall. Because it's, it's the it Hall then. of Fame. I respect yeah, I, and David Ortiz. It, it has to be one of the other. To that, to that credit too. You cannot say well the managers can go in. They knew it. They did nothing. It was so terrible. They all knew it. Did nothing. Well, the, I wouldn't put David Ortiz in, but I also like, let yes. I'd let Pete Rose in. in the but sense you can't of, like, say that every manager knew it was going. Going on at that but time. They did. Well, it came out that they did. Well, you can't, but you don't know, like with the Yankees, you're talking about justice. That's one guy. But how many? Uh, other that's guys one guy. Did David Justice, what, in the 90s, won the World Series for the Yankees? He, it was their pitching that won the World Series for the Yankees. Clemens and whatever. pitched for the Yankees. Did he Clemens not? pitched in 2000. He didn't pitch in 96, so 97, 98. But if you trade for somebody or they come back, what's the manager so, supposed oh, to trade for them? So, no, what do we do then? Your we, grandfather No, no, here's what we do. You then, then you, if you're, you, then you get rid of the GMs that knew they were doing it, not the managers then, Stephen. Then why don't you go right up to the top? Because Joe Torrey's not going saying, Get me Clemens back here. But the, then the GM makes level, the move. Like, you have to assume some like w- wait head in the sand do, level. Do, where... do, do GMs get into the Hall of Fame too? Could, like, no, yeah. no. But what I'm they saying, executives? well, some executives get it. But but like, but the thing about a GM is like if if I I don't have any control if I'm a manager who the GM's bringing in. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're like a not a established a really established manager. So if I got a guy that I trade that I really like and they bring in a guy that's doing roids, what am I supposed to do? Say. I quit if you bring him. How are you going to quit but that they, job, but the, though, Steve? Well, we can't say that it's only this six or seven guys that don't belong in. Bonds, Jeter, Clemens, A-Rod. They right. don't belong in. Right. But we can't say that. But then the managers knew what was going on. There's books out there that it was widespread, that right. everybody knew it. We can't just, we can't act like then. It, it has to be one or the other. 
It's that either that, yes, it was obvious during that time everybody was doing it and everybody in baseball right. knew it. Right. And we decided to look away and now we're applying some, you know, what, false morality what, to I, it. What say do the players have? In who like like do you like do ex Hall of Famers vote no, to get other no. people? Just it's me. It's sports. No, it's a, yes, so, so it's well. Just, here's it's the thing that I always said: let the let every player that's in the Hall of Fame right now vote. Let every player vote and say yeah. no. You don't get every player vote. You let anybody that's in the Hall of Fame, every player that's in the Hall of Fame, vote and say, do you think Bond should be in? And you know what they'd say? No. Oh, then they're they're wrong no. too. I think they'd actually no. get kind of sanctimonious to be gatekeepers about they, it and they, be like, no. no. But why should they be wrong? wrong? But why, why, would, why wouldn't why they Why are they that? wrong if you're you right? you your whole Steve. career to get into the Hall of Fame and you do that and you do it without cheating. If you do everything right without being and don't cut cheating. corners. Look, I know they took greenies because That's, everybody took greenies though, Stephen. That was, that was acceptable. You're because making my argument No, Stephen, because it was allowed by every team to take greenies. It wasn't the certain guys to say, we're playing a night game, we got to get up at 1 o'clock the next day, we're playing another game. Everybody, they handed those out like candy back in the days when Willie Mays so, and Hank Aaron were playing. But that's okay. Right. All of a sudden, that's Because well, okay. it wasn't But then it got banned, Stephen, because they said, we're not doing it anymore. And if you get doing it, if you do it, you're going to get caught and you're going to get suspended. So they don't have those lines. That's why they don't play day games after night games that much anymore. Because the league said, the players said, you know what? We can't do it. To that credit, it wasn't illegal by the league. But it the wasn't illegal. If, if, if it's sanctioned, then you do it. Why wouldn't you? Also, but the thing is, if you're a guy coming up, you're a shortstop, I'm a shortstop. I start doing roids. I make it to the majors. You're still stuck down there because you can't do what I do. You get an injury, Stephen, you're out three weeks. I get an injury, I'm out one day. I'm out two days. You're stuck in the minors because you're doing it the right way. I'm doing it the wrong way, and I'm keeping you from getting your job. We're comparable but talents, Stephen. But Stephen, I'm talking. But you can't just anybody. go by just A Rod. A Rod didn't need to take it. That's even more stupid. That's you didn't need why to he's do a Hall it. Of Famer, even if he didn't do it. But you didn't. But you know what? But then you got caught in and hurt your legacy. The thing is, if you and I are comparable, and I start doing roids. I get up to the majors. You're stuck in the minor I'm leagues. I'm talking about the comparable guy who's never going to get into the Hall of Fame. Anyway, well, how do you know that we're not going to get to the Hall of Fame? How do we know you're not going to get to the Hall of Fame if you play but... 10 years? How do you know that? Because you could you get screwed and get an injury and can't recover as fast as they say, this guy's never the, you know what, we'll bury him. The other guy gets up and how do you know that? How do you know that that guy that gets called up because he did him doesn't all of a sudden start performing to a better level? And becomes a better player. The, the overall point is, though, and I made it earlier, and you made it with Brady Anderson. I'm not saying Brady Anderson belongs in the Hall of Fame. Right. There's a clear before. Right. He took steroids, and then, wow, he hit 15 right. runs. A-Rod was a great player. Right. Who was a Who fl- got caught cheating. Who got fine. But even before he took steroids, his baseball career and right. his baseball talent was so rare right. and so obvious to right. even a novice eye right. that he is clearly one of the best baseball players to ever live. Therefore, he's a Hall of Famer. Period. In my view, it's you're always going to have the narrative versus the numbers and the the reality in the middle. So you, you, I mean, I feel like sports writers, in some ways, are sentimental writers. People who watch the game, love the game, and put their own into these people. Right. So their stories are going to inform who's going to get into the Hall of Fame. Right. And then you've got the numbers on where it's just there's some numbers that you cannot mount. Like Gail, I, Gail Sayers is in it not for numbers, but right. for who he was. I think, well, Joe, name it too, but I'll say this. I think A-Rod will get in, but it won't be right away because as the older uh, sports writers retire and the newer batch comes in, they're going to go and they're going to vote for for A-Rod to get in a certain time. But to me, 
my biggest thing with A-Rod, and I'll say it, you cheat, you get caught, you lie, you cheat again, you get caught. Tell me the truth then. Don't blame somebody else for it. This is a guy, like I said to earlier, A-Rod knows everything that this A-Rod does. He's his corporation amongst himself. Don't say, I didn't know I was putting this cream on my body. I didn't know I was doing... Just tell me the truth then, Stephen. Do but you trust if, Do if you trust a liar out, then, though? If he came Wait. out and, 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 to your point, then was on it. He got caught the Look, first time. Caught me the first time. Tell me I did it. You know what I'll say? But would you put him in the I give of you the break but of the benefit of the doubt. What about Sammy Sosa going to Congress and saying, I'm sorry, I can't speak English. I had a translator with me. Right, but Sammy Sosa did didn't belong in the Hall of Fame before he did okay. that, Stephen, though. That's fair. Just because you hit a lot of home runs. I mean, Dave Kingman hit 500 home runs for the Cubs and the Mets. He's not even getting a whiff of it because he was a terrible ball player. But he hit 500 home runs, and that's no, or 400, whatever the number is. I don't know exactly. McGuire hit home runs. He was big. The Bash Brothers, him and Conseco, and the Major League Baseball marketing. It's the same thing the NFL did with NFL's greatest hits, and they show concussion shots. And now they're like, <laughs> we can't do that anymore. Whoops. We're going to lose some money here. But remember, we used to get that. I remember those or commercials. you got jacked up. I remember, they would do course. all those things. And they said, geez, maybe we shouldn't do that anymore because these guys are really getting seriously hurt here. Yeah. So, you know, you do these things to market the game any way you can and make money. But that doesn't mean it's right. And you're right. There's so there's a whole house of cards with it, Stephen. It's not just saying. the players. That's what I'm saying. That era was so. But cheap. I Don't, said this. We cannot act like oh, it was just but bonds and. I said and all along. I didn't think. I didn't think that um, the commissioner, uh, Bud Sealing, deserved to get in because he knew what was going on at the time. But I that, said that, but, but I mean, I didn't how, have a podcast and it out. How there. widespread it was, so we can't say that the play, the great players of that era competing against. What was probably half the league doing it? We're going to say that they don't belong. I mean, come on, it's it's ridiculous. It's it it's not really ridiculous no. if you if you like the game. You're you're younger. I I think you cheat. You get but caught. Fifty per, Let's just say, let's just say it's fifty percent. If fifty percent of major league baseball is doing steroids, we're really going to not let in the best. Well, we players. don't know if fifty percent. You can't say enough. You mean now? Then, then. Well, in the 90s. then. I mean, when people were do when at this time, the, 90s, they were doing all kinds of drugs back in the eighties and nineties. Stephen, not you who know, was, legal any illegal. Who was the guy illegal. who who pitched on LSD and got the no hitter? That was Doc Ellis, but I don't think it was a no hitter. But <laughs> oh, okay, but, I'm sorry, I just I but, saw a documentary. Look, I get your point. I understand that, sure. but it's like, what did they do with with um, Lance Armstrong when they found out? They took everything away because he was cheating all those times. Right? But they, it was determined that he was kind of isolated. It was kind of just him doing it. No, no, Stephen. Not in, no, not in the world of cycling, Stephen. <laughs> okay, so then, if, then, but then again, then that also... But it was illegal to, to do it. It was banned by the sport. But these guys were so good at doping, were masking it. They were spending millions of dollars to, to on their bodies because they were getting money from... The, they were sponsored by the U.S. Postal Service, the, the American uh, cycling team, was getting money. They knew it was wrong. They were able to mask whatever they did. They had something better. So they were taking it. Everybody was doing it. That's why they had to outlaw it. So then again, but, that also proves my point that people cheat. If it was determined that it was only those six guys, fine. But it wasn't. There was that whole Balco report that led hundreds of baseball right. players doing it. Right. Hundreds. Right. So, we're, and I, we don't know how many of them are in the hall. But, but baseball has a set of rules that it says right there in the when you walk in the locker room. Steroids were after a while forbidden. You're still doing them after it's forbidden. You shouldn't. You shouldn't get the credit. You did it before. Then why? Then why have laws? Then why have any kind of rules? Then for any sport, 
Why say, okay, you know why? What the Astros did, we're all going to do. What this team did, we all should do. You can't because it takes away from the game then. Then what's what's the point? That you're going to bet on a team that, you, you know what I mean? You're going to follow a team or you're going to bet the way gambling is now especially? It, it's so prevalent in sport. You can't have that. If you taint the game in any way, then you're tainting it all. Look what happened we talked about in hockey. But, with but, that, 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 you know, that ref goes, oh, I got to call a penalty against Nashville right away. The guy had to resign right away, had to quit right away because it, it ruins the integrity of the game. I get it. I but, get but, it. There, but therein lies the problem that the integrity of the game was smashed. So then you say no one in the 90s or, or in that era can, can get in because everyone is essentially, if you want to, like the Hall of Fame, you essentially walk on water. You are the best of the best of the best with honors. If you, right. If you get in there. Even though you're just still human. You're, I you're get still what you're just saying. human. Look, the, I, the, I, I, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm just making the no, point no. that maybe, you know, maybe if we want to do I that. I understand then. Stephen's point. It's not like I, I'm just saying, though, but if you have before, if you if you did it before, okay. But here's the thing. You did it after it. you were told you can't do it anymore. And you're still doing it. That's breaking the rules then. Now you're cheating the game. But it was always against the rules to do steroids in baseball. Well, it wasn't. I mean, in the 90s, it was against it, and everybody was doing it. Yeah, but it, so. it wasn't like it wasn't written in the bylaws like it was after this whole thing came out. They didn't, they didn't want you to do the things, but okay, you did them. But now we're saying you can't do them, and you're still doing them. Then it becomes an issue. Then it becomes a problem. Because... A, you didn't need to do them, but now they're making you better. But now we're saying you can't do it. That's why we got a speed limit. You can't drive 150 miles an hour. Now we're telling you you can't drive 150 anymore, dude. So now you're still going to do them. You have to pay some kind of penalty because then what's the point of saying then do anything you want? Get freaking high if you want and go pitch if it's going to make you feel better. You know what I mean? Come on. There's certain things that you have to have certain rules in any game because the Astros had managers get fired for banging on a trash can for cheating. There has to be certain set of rules that you do, or then what's the point of watching? What's the point of sports then? And you reap what you sow. You know what? Exactly. But A Rod's also doing fine. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Yeah, right. A Rod's not hurting in yeah. any sh- way, shape, or form. Maybe because he lost J Lo, but whatever. But if you don't, if you're not going to apologize for it and be honest about it, then how do I trust you at all? I can't. But I'm not voting for. Do I trust this person? No. Voting is he one of the. I understand why you're not. But the is answer he? Answer is yes. He's, he's a great player. baseball player, but he's not getting in the Hall of Fame. And that's the way it goes. And how do we define greatness? That's something we talk about a lot in this podcast and right. around is how we define greatness. And right. I think that we should establish a uh, past his prime or digital family <laughs> Hall of Fame that is unimpeachably right. And I think a yeah, first we're ball- all in that. Yeah, yeah, and I think a first ballot is Keanu Reeves. That's oh, yeah. I'm just going to say. That's I think that was Keanu Reeves. So, Melissa, do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> you know, I have so I wanted to congratulate somebody who's uh, in the Hall of Fame this week because we used to watch wrestling a lot when we were younger. Yes. And Kane actually was inducted to the Hall of Fame this Kane week. Kane was. Ooh. Yeah, and was he was always. Now, Kane favorite. probably did steroids. Well, <laughs> so, don't get us talking about the integrity of the WWE. WWE. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, Look, they're just. They're, they're theater. More integrity than. That, major and I'll say that. Uh, to your point, though, I, I'll say this. And then I'll, I'll end it because we've been going on. In football, I'll allow those guys to do anything they want to do, those players. <laughs> I will allow. Thank you. But here's 100%. why. But here's why. Contact. They, contact they are, sport. those guys, A, don't get paid 
half of what they deserve no. to play that sport. They do it once every seven, six days, four days, depending on how it goes. Yeah. And you got to do whatever you got to do because you your career is not 15, 10 years like it is a Major League Baseball player. I, I definitely, to me, any definitely. To should be able to take any legal substance any that legal, helps them perform. Right. Are steroids illegal? Yeah, steroids aren't all legal. No, some are to help you, but some are illegal. Some the legal ones. Anybody using your asthma ones, Melissa. Right, there's steroids in her asthma medicine. I can't be taking it. He's taking a cream. Melissa, you inject your asthma stuff into your ass. I do. That's it. Right there. I was just taking his asthma medicine. I feel ready to go play a game. I understand your point totally. I get it. Nobody in the NBA should be allowed in the Hall of Fame if they use the stick. <laughs> it was yeah, that, didn't that right. Dwight Howard use the stuff on his hands? Yeah. yeah. Nobody. I'm. That's where I'm, I'm going to die on that hill. Dwight Howard, you're not getting the NBA Hall of Fame. But I don't look. I. I maybe my bias towards A. Rod or whatever, and the whole Balco report and guys that did it. I get it with the Shane Falco report. But if you're the year, all the replacements had to right? come. Right. If you're if you're PEDs. gonna do it after, then you got to pay the price a little bit. I'm sorry. It's not hurting A. Rod. No. You know, the th- and I'm not saying he's not going to get it. I guarantee in 10 years he's going to be in the Hall of Fame because all these be. writers are going to... And I'm going to induct him. Yeah. He's going to let he's, me give him the speech. I, will, I won't watch. Right. No, I will no, say... No one's fought harder in the face nobody, of adversity for this yeah. man. I was going to say, nobody... A-Rod should hire you as his defense attorney if he ever needs to get He'd into it. He'd be in the Hall of Fame be, tonight because yeah. I'd stop playing these games. I'd be on every network. I'd be on First Take. I'd be on the Yeah, NFL and they'd network. say, you know what? And Stephen A would shut you down and say he's a cheater. He's a cheater. We'll check in with Stephen A. What he says, I that's the deal. Yes. And we need to go to our check-in. We'll check in with that. All right, we'll so we leave in. you on yeah. that, uh, A-Rod, <laughs> cheater or not cheater. Yes, and please stay uh, tuned. But he's no Derek Jeter, and, and, and I'll and leave and it the, at that. The fact that baseball required this much steroids to make it barely watchable <laughs> that's is true insane too. to me. Yes. <laughs> Thank off. you. This All has right. been another episode of Passes Prime, and uh, stay tuned for uh, Chet Talk. We'll be right on after this.